Good evening, this is the 11L Network coming to you on Planet Radio WBCQ, which means, Dave, i got to find a, a top of the hour, so... Uh, after, do you uh, have one? Type into my, I just type into my computer, and it'll give me some kind of top of the hour, and now fuck it, we'll play this one. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, America. Another foreign night broadcast from shortwave and internet, yeah. you're on the As a direct result of listening to the suggestions in this program, you will wet your bed, your pants, or your diapers uncontrollably. If you do not desire these results, do not listen to this program. And it's total bullshit, I have to tell you. John might be the voice of America. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! It's radio for consenting adults. Radio New York International. There's something about there's something about you know that that sound when when the fingers are moving over the fretboard and makes a no song has ever used that to its advantage except this little instrumental number. I fucking love it. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Oh wait a minute, I have something else technical to do. All right, forget about the good evening. <laughs> Here this evening, I gotta find files and shit. Lightning! Here it comes again. I can listen to that all night. Hey! But instead, you'll be listening to John P. Lightning, not all night, but a fraction of the night from uh, now until around 11-ish, I and Dave, the Boogeyman. Except no substitutes, if you know of any other Boogeyman. Just uh, mark them for execution, along with Deadbeat Donald and a whole bunch of other people I despise, but I love you, because I am coming to you with the best fucking radio show anywhere. It's a family-fucking-friendly show, so don't worry about any bad language here. Because we're coming to you from the Center for the Advanced Study of Libtard Sciences. Yeah, baby! Three hours of bloviation brilliance! As WBCQ and Radio New York International present your extravaganza. I forget the name of the guy that does this, but it's it's one of those artists uh, that makes music especially for YouTube. And there's a lot of really good music on the YouTube music app there. And of course, it's all licensing free, so uh, I couldn't get in trouble. Although everything we do play here on the 11L Network is licensed. 
right? All right. Yes, indeed, folks. Glad to be here with you this evening from the Isle of Staten. By the way, Staten Island Chuck. That's right. That's our groundhog. Called for an early spring uh, yesterday, which was Groundhog Day. The first time we've actually had a Groundhog Day here on the Isle of Staten uh, since COVID hit. And of course, as tradition goes... If the groundhog sees its shadow, there's going to be six more weeks of winter. Well, an early spring is due, according to uh, Staten Island, whatever the fuck that thing's name is. I don't even know the name of my old rodent, my very old island's rodent. What a garvone I am. Well, if you don't know that already, you've got the better part of three hours to figure it out, to find out. It's true. This is WBCQ. Just fucking dandy. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. And now on 11L, it's your extravaganza. That's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> bunch of malarkey. Do you remember when uh, when Joe Biden was referring to his bus initially when he was uh, last running three years ago as the Milwaukee Express? And somebody said to him, uh, Joe, 90% of the people don't know what the fuck Milwaukee means. <laughs> hey, John, how are you? Good evening. Uh, and that's what I was afraid of. See, you're way too far away from your microphone. Okay, well, that's you've got me which up. is why I tried to push it in real close. And you said, no, it's got to go back further. So if you don't work it fairly tight, uh, good night. <laughs> Uh, John, fuck you. Uh-huh, uh, good evening. You. Uh, anyway, what you just played earlier, getting back to the music, because it's all about the music. It's not the talk here. Is it? I haven't played any music yet, although, well, boy, there's quite a bit of uh, my music coming up. And uh, excellent pregame well, thank set you. there, Pally. Well, thank you. Uh, you just played the Blue Ribbons uh, track, Tribe. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea. That's it. See, that's, that's what I mean. I couldn't, uh, couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah, and you'll note it's a, a YouTube production. Um, Should mention it there. Well, nonetheless, uh, that particular group, Track Tribe, yeah, very uh, good. Stuff. They do they do lots of stuff like that, primarily instrumentals, or actually only instrumentals is what I've heard, and they're all good because they're all kind of uh, lightweight pop, fluffy tunes that are just perfect. You know, the earworms. Once it gets in your head, uh, you're, you're hearing it for the next day. I think when I first heard that and downloaded it, after I treated it, I played it about, oh, 20 or 30 times. It's, it's the perfect bed for you. It's the bed that was made for you. It, it's your perfect sleeper. Yes, and, 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 and I did lie in it. And uh, unlike some people that just lie... John P. Lightning, the truth, the whole truth, and occasionally nothing but the nothing truth. Nothing but the truth, no. <clears throat> nothing but, you wait and see. That's right, okay. what was I talking about? I don't even remember. That's right, the groundhog. Nobody gives a fuck about the Who? groundhog. There won't be six more weeks of winter. That's all that counts. I say, uh, Pucks Tony Phil, oh no, that's that's Pennsylvania. We, I think it's Staten Island Chuck. Chuck, Chuck yeah. Staten Island Chuck. They ought to chuck the fucking groundhog and, that, and all the nonsense because in early spring, you know what that means, Dave? Uh-oh. Three feet of snow in April. Just wait. Just wait. You wait and see. That's what's going to happen. And, of course, I know what all of you really want to hear about tonight because I'm sure you share my concern uh-huh. about Alina Harbour. Harbour. Alina Harbour. Alina Harbour. da 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 da
Why did we do that? The weed. Might have been, and I only had like one and a half hits. No. Now you say that's the first time you've had any of this snow weed in a month. So on the one or two hits you had, you shouldn't even have a microphone. I, I was follow, <laughs> I was following you down the path of musical path, John. Oh, that's and that's the Alina Hobbit song. Once you put that on, we have to dance. That's true. We pull out our dancing yeah. shoes. Poor old Alina Hobbit. Uh, 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 apparently, she's been let go. Oh no! I assume because uh, Trump, the uh, day after the latest decision that wasn't in his favor, to the tune of eighty-three billion or thereabouts, and if you put in the other five and change and whatnot, he's got almost a hundred million dollars. He has to post bond on, and uh, I don't know if this fucking guy actually has a hundred million dollars in the bank. Really, don't trust him that far. But poor Alina Hubbard. Well, maybe yeah. not poor. I believe she got uh, three million up front, and if she didn't, uh-huh. she's as big an asshole as she sounds like in court. Where uh, it's not so much she's incompetent, although she's incompetent, but she is not she's not a, a, a trial lawyer in the venue in which she's working you know she does basically uh, I, I think hit and runs and, and parking lot uh-huh, cases uh, I don't yeah. know what they're all trip, about trip and falls trip and falls and stuff yeah. like that exactly not to knock her for doing that but that certainly would tend to indicate to you that this is not somebody you want to bring into a federal or state court where you are facing criminal trial charges I mean, the, the degree of a stupidity Dave was pretty Proven by how the, the last week or so she kept whining about, I can't bring in any of my experts. I have people that would know, Alina. That was the last trial. You're in court now simply so that the jury could decide the degree to which Donald Trump is going to have to pay up. This is not about damages. His guilt has already been proven. But Johnny, but, <laughs> but, but Johnny, do you want Giuliani representing you instead? That was the choice. I, I, I wouldn't want Giuliani representing right. me under any circumstances, so Trump, and who would now, which is why he's also going to the poor house. Right, so, I mean, he's going through attorneys who believe, who take the uh, the rat poison, and then he just ditches them because you're fired. It's a television show. The audience loves it, John. His ratings will go up. He That's right, but she didn't realize that because when she came out of court that day, uh, standing in front of the courthouse, she gave an impassioned plea for Donald and went on about, and I think I'm pretty much quoting her, she did use the words, we've only just begun the fight. Thank you. And, uh, of course, probably you know, 15 minutes after that, her cell phone went off. And uh, Alina, uh, it, it, it was really great being with you, uh, although not in the biblical sense, which is the way I wanted to be with you, but you're fired. Uh-huh. Gone. No, I'm sure she's gone, really. And when, where is she going to go to now? I guess she'll just have to pretend to be smart for food. Now, what else? John, she'll write a book. She'll write a book. That's someone, true. Someone will ghostwrite it for her. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll give a couple of tidbits. They'll make up a whole bunch of other shit, and people will buy it. Unless. 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 Trump was smart enough, <laughs> we know he's barely smart at all, uh, if he was smart enough to put in what I call it, an MDA, one of those agreements where, uh, you know, order, where, yeah. Yeah, where effectively you're gagged, you can't write about or talk about it, which would have been really stupid on her half because you know, you're not going to be his vice president, you're not going to be in his cabinet, you're not going to be anything to him, you're gone from the Trump camp, you loser. Is she so 
potently lawsuit. Is she lawsuit toxic enough mm-hmm. that even those rapidly right-wing news cisterns, what do you think is the chance of one of them hiring her? She's going to have to make a living somehow. I can see her on OAN, you know, the American News Network. Uh, what, what's the new one? Uh, uh, FSN, Fascist State Network. <laughs> it's a new one coming online every day. Uh, uh-huh. She'll find work She'll somewhere. Find place, yes. Yeah, because otherwise, Alina. Okay, stop. What's up, Butch Johnny? I was getting into it. Ah, uh, yes. Dancing. Really? I, 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 it's still gonna, it's going to be retired, but every once in a while, it will come out of retirement. I, I guess. We'll, we'll, we'll do it like classic gold. I'll get out one of those jingles. Remember this classic JL song. And, exactly. And, and, I like it. And then we'll put it on. Yes. I guess everybody has heard the soundbite because I did not have the opportunity for two shows now. Over the course of a month, you know, it's about with that microphone out on the floor and the heat on, I could hear it running. The microphone? The mic? No, the microphone is picking up the sound of the heat running because of your new position in the studio. Ah. We're, 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 we're testing out different things. I see. I can take off my headphones. Well, I can turn around this way, and I can. And no, I no, can no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, I can hear it in my headphones, and well, I can hear something rattling in the distance. Wait, is it a burglar? Oh shit! Wait, I gotta go look. Yeah, somebody breaking uh-oh, in. Uh oh, uh oh. Hey, listen. If someone is out there, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, please who call. Would wanna, who would want to break in <laughs> to the eleven L facility and have to come face to face with Dave the Boogeyman and the Lightning Guy? I don't think anybody. Yeah, no. That's, that's actually when when the heat runs, it rumbles, and because your microphone tonight. Is a condenser microphone. See, I think we could keep that broadcasting position for you. But if you're going to be broadcasting from that position, which allows you to better interact with me, uh, uh, I'm going to have to give you a regular old dynamic microphone. Well, you time. give me one with a... Uh, <clears throat> I'll just hold it. No, 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 no. We're, what the fuck are you, Randy Rhodes? No, we don't hold microphones, especially over the course of a three-hour show. You'll be moving back and forth and... I know. Nobody cares. Uh, I, I was trying to find the, the actuality where, uh, where uh, Alina Harbour uh, was talking about. You know, somebody asked her, well, okay, oh, there it is. Somebody said to me, Alina, would you, rather be, would you rather be smart or pretty? And I said, oh, easy. Pretty. I can fake being smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Oh. No, you can't, Alina. Alina Alina At least while she peddles her idea for a new reality TV show with Jeff Foxworthy. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to call it, Can You Lawyer Better Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> and the answer in her case, no! Again, no! And meanwhile, what's Donald Trump worried about? He doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover. I don't want to be another Herbert Hoover. Uh, It's unlikely. Well, it might happen at some point if you want to get back into office because you would likely be inheriting a rather robust economy. I mean, how many times did you go on and on about if if Biden is elected, uh, the market will crash. Of course, the market has been hitting all-time record highs the last couple of weeks. So, um, no, uh, don't worry about being Herbert Hoover. Can you you imagine it'll be Donaldville's all over the place, (laughs) cropping up all across America, right? Sounds better than, I don't know, maybe Trumpville's? Which one sounds better? Doesn't matter. Although, to, to me, he's not going to be Herbert Hoover. 
considering his past, what you know, with uh, what, what all his problems with the chicky poos and trying to, uh, well, I shouldn't say Connor's way, just walking into the dressing room of 16-year-olds at the uh, at the beauty pageants really? he used to run. Yeah, uh, I think we should rename him. Perfect Hoover. Let's go with Perfect Hoover. That would be Donald Trump, right? Because he's always trying to fuck some 16-year-old. And maybe it's because he can't get the 16-year-olds that he keeps fucking everybody else in this country. The man, I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry, Miss Hobba. Hobba, Olina Hobba, Olina Hobba, da 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 She helped him to lose $83.3 million in one day. Well, one day beating out his former casino in Atlantic City by $41 million in one day. But but she had no proof. There was no proof that he was innocent. There was nothing she put on the table. So he went down. And that's a good thing. But, but, but again, it, it had nothing to do with proof this round. She had to find some way right. of, uh, of getting across to this jury why the manner in which Trump slugged her the, the, the way in, in which he, he manhandled her every, every day with his slanderous statements, she essentially had to prove that it didn't matter that much. She doesn't deserve that kind of money. Okay, okay, it was hurtful and harmful, but uh, not to the extent of tens of millions. And 83 million? She really somehow really managed to fuck up because to me, and... Another topic for another show in all likelihood, but I do not understand how our system allows people who have been injured, not physically, but perhaps psychologically, millions and millions of dollars. It seems like total overkill to me. I mean, had had this jury decided to award her, say, uh, the last one was $5 million. okay, this time another 10 or $15 million. Okay, that would seem reasonable. So I'm assuming this is only done because of the appeals process that could potentially knock down a $15 million award to small change. So you go for as much as you can. But this was the jury's decision. Yeah, 83.3. How did they come up with the .3? I just don't understand. I think it's ridiculous amounts of money that we reward people with for uh, for having their reputations injured yes there should definitely be some type of compensation but tens of millions of dollars if anyone would email me uh with a reason with an excuse for why that should be the case because otherwise you know some people will start suing for you know 200 gazillion dollars uh, i'm ruined nobody's ever going to be ruined to that extent well listen it's a precedent sorry for the pun but i mean it's it's you want to get back they're not happy they're not happy with what they saw and they got a right they got a right to throw the book at him right i guess so i mean you know all all the old tv cop shows come on throw the book at them you know well that's what they did they they threw the bible at him right and, 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 and 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 he picked it up and, uh, and he picked down. it up upside down, and uh, he was going on about what was the Corinthians too. Uh, like, no, no, that's the right way. Ah, oh, boy. All right, I'll, 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 I'll get it together okay. sometime before eleven o'clock. My good friends, in this yeah. evil, bizarro world of ours, yeah, really, you you found the eleven hour network, okay. and uh, go online, see what's trending this week. Fascism is trending. Fascism is trending. And of course, decency. 
empathy. <laughs> they just get in the way of a better bottom line because that's what most people in this country are invariably worried about, the bottom line, because there is nothing more important than how you line your pocket. It's a bizarre world. Lies replace truths. But only for our own best interests, of course, of course. Oh, you didn't know that. Dave, you didn't know that. Then B. Donald is doing it all for you. Yes, he is. Or so he has said. He, he and he does care. it with a galaxy's worth of fucking contempt. He cares for his people, doesn't he? No. So why why are they going to him like like mosquitoes to light? I, I don't understand. Why? Do mosquitoes go to light? No, they go to uh, they go to carbon uh, they go dioxide. To you. They go to Come. you, right? <laughs> a skinny little Italian guy. There you go. That's a what Parmesan cheese on the side. <laughs> hey, got dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, where where were we, John? I'm 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 not quite sure. I, I wherever we were, let's get out of there. Okay. <laughs> let's get right to friends. And this, I believe, is the case uh-huh. for many Republicans, yeah. as opposed to Republicans, who are the hardcore. Let's go to every fucking rally, Trump assholes. When you want. When you wanna, like George like Collins said, you have to wanna. When you want to accept the lies as the truth and ignore reality in favor of a fantasy that is far more satisfying, I kinda understand. For that reason, I kinda understand, but just kinda. Because confronting reality can be really hazardous to one's health and to one's opinions. Which doesn't matter to John P. Lightning here in the shortwave Sahara. <laughs> that is 6.160 megahertz. This is an oasis of free speech there. The oasis of free speech listening. Listen to. By me. I only had one hit of the week. Listen to. No, it was a. It was a what did I say? Never mind. I need more week. All right, quickly. Play some tunes so I can do it. Uh, I'm just watching. I'm watching the professional folks. What, is there somebody behind me? I'm watching you. <laughs> it's just a mirror of his image. But, yes, uh, that's right. And uh, if you are listening yeah. at 6.160, let us know. Uh, send along an email. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. You care. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. Or uh, you, you could be listening on our stream. Yeah, that's right. They call it a stream, but it's running pretty dry here at Planet Radio. Hey! Want to listen to my stream? <laughs> uh, John. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. uh, oh. Cute. Very cute. Going to be that kind of silly well, show. At yeah, least that's wash what. your hands. Yeah. <laughs> now who's going to clean up this mess? Look, it's all over the console. <laughs> uh, yes, we're live here to interact with you, which is why I get pissed off when I don't see a lot of email responses or some hours no email responses, say for Ted or Chris as usual. The reason why I do this show live, yeah. as opposed to recording the entire thing and just posting it, putting it up as a podcast is because I want audience interaction. I want to interact with the audience. We're live 
primarily to interact with you. So, so when you fail to respond to the show, you make it into a podcast. And if that is satisfying to you, that's all right. And if it was satisfying to all of you, I'd be kind of sad. Although I'd be able to record my shows and know that they'd be just exactly perfect. That's right. No more spectacular live failures for me. I could do that. Should do that. Yeah, fuck that two-way radio shit, Dave. Okay, yeah. so so fuck give that. out give yeah. out the number. Let's see. Let's see. If we no, can... no, 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 no numbers. Oh, no oh, fucking numbers. Oh, John P. Know. Lightning at AOL.com. Oh, John P. Lightning at No, no, really. I don't I don't want okay. to slow down the show. <laughs> Especially with phone calls this early in the show. John. Do you realize that you just indicated by using the word slow down the show that you do not think your callers are up to the task of interaction with you? Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I didn't mean that. And if it sounded oh. that way, it probably sounded that way because that's what you I was trying to say. You <laughs> did it in a court Guilty as charged. Guilty. That's right. No, too too early. Two hundred million dollars. Too early in the show, you know, as the extravaganza for John P. Lightning. And yes, uh, at the uh, at the top of the hour, at the top of the uh, uh-huh. nine p.m. hour, uh, we will be discussing uh, the topic that was posted on my Facebook page. Uh, obviously, New York City inundated, overrun. Uh, with migrants. And what's interesting is that these are people that were legally let into the country. Legally let in so that we could vet them. Mm-hmm. I'm all for vetting them if you're taken into the vet and they're going to get a shot. <laughs> Do I have to say anything else? Oh. Vet them! Fine! That's fine with me! Don't matter that much to me because we are paying out incredible amounts of money. The, the mayor pretty much said in so many words the other day, oh, we're going broke because of the migrants. Has nothing to do with the hundreds of billions of dollars we waste on really silly, stupid shit like the speed bumps they put on Clove Road that is so narrow that if you position your car just right, the wheels on both sides of your car will miss the speed bump. It's just one of the many ways in which New York City is always wasting our tax money. Well, they also pulled the plug mm-hmm. on that artificial uh, mm-hmm. uh, intelligence. Yeah, you're going to have to work that microphone oh, closer, Dave. Oh, how's this? I'm, I'm right. Gonna, on, I'm right on I'm top of it. No, no, I'm going to um, get up. Show you. No. Okay. Well, no, I mean, no, I'm no, here. No, I'm. I'm no, okay. Okay. This could move in. Uh, okay. Okay. Go. So this is much better. Okay. Anyway, anyway, what, what I was saying. Dead air, dead air. When, dead I'm away, air. when I'm away from a microphone, you have to talk, even if it's something inane. But Johnny, it's it's Dave the Boogeyman. We're expecting inane. <laughs> you know, you know. Okay, I can just pull the plug on. You. <laughs> That's right, you could. I, I I know how to get to the board. Anyway, what was I saying? Um, Nothing of any relevance, well, the, no doubt. You know, the, the the folks coming into the country, the immigrant issue. I mean, I don't know what we're doing with it. Government doesn't know. Biden doesn't know. You don't know. I don't know. But All right. Well, you just so, just so, spend ten seconds telling us that we don't know nothing. Right, so, so, the insights you're so going what, to receive so this what evening. What should we know? What the question is? What should we know? We're not getting funding. We're not getting funding. They're not coming up with policy. All right, all right, all right. Enough. That's for the anyway. 9 o'clock hour. That's for the 9 o'clock hour. Okay. Though we're not going to discuss that. I was just trying to set it up by, by saying... Uh, 
the newcomers that are here legally, you know, there was a time when other people that came here legally did not get dumped right into the United States, right into major cities. They all spent some time on the Isle of Ellis, from which they were vetted, and at that point, they either got sent back to wherever the fuck they came from, or they were welcomed in, invited in to become citizens of this nation. Now, because these newcomers are coming directly across the border from uh, south of the border down Medico way in other countries, and because, yes, other countries, even way over in, like way over in uh, Europe, occasionally put some refugees that they don't like on a plane and ship them to Mexico or Argentina or, some, or, or, or somewhere. Argentina, that's too far away. <laughs> but they would send them to a country relatively close to the border so that they, too, could apply for asylum. And, again, when my parents' parents came to this nation... They didn't come in here wanting to fuck with America. They, they wouldn't have thought about attacking police officers. Is that, is that how you show your thanks to a country? By attacking police officers? Well, John, you're kind... Talking about your people. Well, yes, uh, yes, we uh, we did uh, yeah, we we did we did, we did introduce to this country a certain uh, mother and father's association. A, a way to take care of things. A exactly. Way to take yes. Care of things. Right. But it was the old world ways of doing things. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which is one more reason why mm -hmm, there are definitely nationalities, groups of peoples, and even religions, okay, one particular religion, that uh, do I want thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people from certain nations or religions immigrating into the United States? Fuck no. Don't want it. Can't have it. And... Again, if you agree or disagree with anything I have to say here tonight, it's a simple matter of writing to John P. Lightning at AOL.com. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. So that, again, we can make this into two-way radio. Radio New York International. Two-way radio. That's what it's supposed to be. And uh, maybe it will be before the evening is out. And uh, I, I don't know what else was I going to do there. I don't know. I, I, I think I have to take a break. <laughs> that early, I mean, that early, John, you, you've, you've hit... What, it's early? We're a half hour in. You realize we're a half hour into the show, Dave. Well, yeah, and it's live. It's 100% live. Yeah, and, um, and indeed it is. And you're tired. You're tired. And, so, and I'm tired already. In case, I'll put something on. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll put something on. Maybe, maybe, maybe that nice negligee that showed up in the middle. <laughs> 11L, this is RNI. Radio Theater of the Mind presents Pinocchio getting a vasectomy. <laughs> Thank you. RNI Uncensored Radio, John Mighty. 11LRNI Sunday. 
germs. It's kill or be killed in the great warfare in your home. Of all the places in your home, your carpet is the battleground where the fighting is the nastiest. That's where I come in. Mr. Spot. Ordinary cleaners leave stains, dirt, germs, and life behind. I don't. I kill everything. I clean and disinfect the toughest stains and kill 99.9% of germs and living tissue. I can cleanse a crime scene or strip a baby to the bone in less than an hour. Mr. Spot. Destroys away wine stains. Dead. Mud. Dead. Cat vomit. Dead. Including the cat. Whatever it is, it's dead. Coffee. Bye-bye. You're dead. Dead cheerleader. You're still dead. And ink stains. Dead. 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 Your teenager is shooting DNA on every surface of the house. Mr. Spot cleans it away. If you want, it'll even clean him away. Mr. Spot. A squirt is all you need. Then boom. Nothing lives on. Dead. 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 Provided by Jim Bassnight. Some of you might remember him as the uh, leader of the group, the Mobilies, who put out their very first album in 1980. Oofa! There's nothing I wouldn't try to make you feel alright. Not a card I wouldn't play to bring you my way. Baby, I'm a jealous man. I keep it hidden. Since I fell for you There's nothing I wouldn't do What I wouldn't do for you What I wouldn't do for you What I wouldn't do for you Looking at the pouring rain From the window on the north There's a debt I've got to pay But I'm good for any debt that's too for you Baby, what I wouldn't do What I wouldn't do for you
And now, Johnny Lightning, WBCQ, WBCQ Shine Time, 8.38 Eastern Standard Time. John P. Lightning here with Dave, his boogeyman, on the radio. And and, and I, 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 I say on the radio because how many of you listen to radio? Now, you probably think that myself and Dave, we're radio people. But the only radio, terrestrial radio, I ever listened to are the all-news stations on AM because there are no FM stations that, that play the type of music or perhaps the variety of music that I like to the extent that I would listen to those stations long-term. There are one or two at the bottom end of the dial, uh, the college stations that are good. There's that weird one. It's been weird for decades now, the Catholic station, where they have on the uh, that type of rock and roll where all the songs metal. sound like this. Now, you know, that, that, yeah, it's, it's awful. And, and, and doing, like I just did, if somebody involved with one of those bands is listening to the show right now, they're probably trying to figure out how to get in touch because they want to hire me as their lead singer. There it's, you go, John. It took a while. Uh, behind the microphone, that's where you... I, 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 I found my way. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, it's, it's inexplicable. I can't understand that type of music. But I don't listen to FM for music. No. Uh, we, we have a little transmitter here uh, that sends our signal around the property. And it's it's on the FM band. And a couple of notches away from that minuscule signal is WINS's, uh, WINSAM, their FM feed. Because they're now uh, WINS at 92.3 FM. That's how they identify now. And I listen to the all-news station uh, when I'm in the John because that's where the radio is. Now, of course, I could always tune it down a bit and listen to whatever I've got coming out of my transmitter, but that's the extent of my radio listening. And I'm asking you all out there, do any of you actually listen to terrestrial radio? Now, Dave, uh, you know, uh, do you ever listen to terrestrial radio unless it's an emergency you've got nothing else to listen to well i'll listen i'll listen for the news on a cab i'm in the car driving around and i'm tired of the cds i'll put the news on i may put the sports on in the morning if there's something i'm interested in there you are talk nothing but talk no music there's no music i used to listen to that station from jersey that station that had all of our jingles uh, oh, I know which one you mean. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure that station has changed format 15 times exactly. since you last did that. Yes, but no, I don't. I don't listen to the radio. I, I just, I, I don't even listen to internet radio other than what? yours and a couple of friend shows on occasion. I don't. Hmm. I don't. I, I don't have time. You know, I do my own show, okay, and and it takes up all my time. Yeah, so I just don't do it. I can't. Anyway, John, you're looking for something special. You're not supposed to tell people I that. I know that, but you... you and that's why you just lost your microphone. Oh, but only for a second. Oh, okay, well... Anyway, did you find what you're looking for? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, can you find... Don't ever... Don't, don't... 
Yeah, it, it, it's like on on the abattoir floor. You don't want to see how the show is made. You do not want to know how you it's know, constructed. It, no, John, you're wrong. It's like George Burns going, hey, look at this. Gracie's going to come in. She's going to, oh, wait, just wait. You'll see the scene's going to be good. And Gracie comes in and does what he said that she would do. And that's that's part of the thing. So that's it's, part of the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, the insights you're going to receive tonight from John P. In, Lightning John, and Dave the, the Boogeyman. Inside, it's the inside working. When you, Nobody cares about no. the inside workings. Yes, they do. No, they yes, don't. They, do. they can give a fuck. They just want, Johnny, Johnny, tell me a story. Johnny, Johnny, make me laugh. And um, I, 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 something else that was on my mind tonight, may, may, maybe we'll discuss okay. it, which is... The extent to which humor is changing in this country. You know, I've, I've I've spoken about how, well, I'll play a bit and then I'll say, huh, there's another bit they couldn't do today. There's another bit that you'll never hear again on the radio. And it's likely for good reason. Because what the likes of yours truly and Dave found funny growing up with, uh, and, well, considering that we're around, each of us are around better than 70 years, the zeitgeist at the time was so totally different that, yeah, the type of humor that we came to appreciate cannot, cannot exist today because it would be offensive to probably the majority of people that are hearing it. I mean, Don Rickles, even Rodney Dangerfield would be in fucking prison if they were doing their act currently, especially if they lived in Canada. And if they were doing their act currently, lots of people would show up because they're fucking dead. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things will happen here tonight for you on the 11L Network. But me and Dave, we're old! Are we? We are not offended by humor that talks fun at the other. Because most humor is making fun of somebody different than us, a.k.a. the other. And yeah, we get that often our differences are just plain old fucking hilarious. Well, that's that's what Don Rickles would do. Yeah. You know, at the end of his bit, hey, listen, I love everyone. And he really meant it. Mm-hmm. He really meant it. But when he was on stage, he was blue. I, I saw him once at the Louis 46th Street, and he was blue. You you, you, you mean the, uh, the, the Banana Fish Gardens, also known as the Rock Palace when the Dreadful Great played there? Lowy's, and played there. Louis 46th Street, that's what it always was to me. That's what it said on the marquee. Mm-hmm. And I saw him, and he was great. But all the Hasids... They pulled their wives back as he was rubbing his face. Wait, 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 wait. He, the Hasid showed up with their wives? They, Weren't they sitting in a separate section? You know, like, the male Hasids were downstairs, and the woman folk were up in it. They were in the upper balcony. These were the liberal Hasids. Uh, yeah, well, that, that they went to see Don Rickles, right. they had to be. Exactly. Anyway. And, and first of all, 46th Street Theater does not have a separate entrance for woman folks. <laughs> I don't no, know how that happened. It, it's not the shul, it's the temple, you know? I guess, yes, yes. Well, it was a temple of rock and roll for four days when the Grateful Dead played there. But well, yeah, but that's a different religion. Yes, yeah, so other stories for all the time. Yes, a different cult. Different definitely, cult, yes. de- Definitely a cult. No, because, yeah. strictly because of our age, uh-huh. our, our sense of humor is quite different than that of today's kidlings who take offense at everything because of uh, what some people would say is wokeism and uh yes there there is a woke disease and it's the conservatives that have it they they, they've got woke uh what would be woke dependency syndrome i forget what it's something like that 
Well, but, but we went through that, too, in our time. Well, well how? When? I mean, when, when we were progressing as a society, don't use the N-word, call them a Negro. That's okay. And then, oh, don't, don't use the Negro word, call them black. I mean, and don't we, use the black word. Call, call them, call them brother. I don't know. Call them something, but you know, call them Schwarzes. I don't know. Whatever. But I mean, we grew Mulians. up. But, but we grew up in that time where each of those words were kind of banned and shunned aside. You know, and it wasn't cool to use. So I mean, yeah, it was going on in our time. Not as much. No, not really. Uh, what was going on back then was that we were starting to change a little. Progress. Change, change enough. I don't know if it was much in the way of progress, but we changed enough to realize that, you know, referring to these uh, persons of color using the N-word uh, might not be the best thing to do. Perhaps I can, I can rein myself in and be a better person by not using a word that is exceedingly offensive to persons of color. That was the start. Today, of course, I mean, uh, well, I could say, we had this conversation right recently. You could say persons of color, but not colored persons. And, it, it, and that's where things get uh, a, a tad crazy. And again, I understand that our differences are, are what, what makes America perhaps more unique than most nations because we are more of a true melting pot than, than any other nation. And even though some of you are probably aware that I do not believe at all, at all, that diversity is our primary strength. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, diversity has its pluses, but I'm beginning to think, mm-hmm, more minuses overall. Which we could make fun of because they're just plain old fucking hilarious and our innate need to do stereotyping of different types of behaviors well for one thing it certainly makes us aware of them not bad uh, because once we're aware of them uh, we'll perhaps question them and uh, in some cases some people will look at, uh, at, at the stereotypes of all the races and, uh, and decide to uh, appropriate them identify as black and most importantly make fun of them that's right it's all about making fun of them and there's nothing wrong with making fun of any group of people hmm? except of course Radio personalities that live on the Isle of Staten in the Grasmere section of Staten Island. You do that and you could be in trouble deep. You could be in deep doo-doo. Ladies and gentlemen, I do do to you the a little bit of everything Radio Extravaganza every other weeks. Every, every other weeks? weeks? Every other weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, get me out of here alive. Let's see. We've got some emails here tonight. Uh, uh, our pally Greg writes in to state that, damn. I wonder if he got a trophy. I was the distance urination champion of Lakeland College from 1979 to 1993. You're the only person that will ever, <laughs> ever applaud. But, 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 what beer, but what beer was he drinking? Because back then, if you had the right beer... If you, if you hit that microphone again. one more time tonight, I'm going to have to give you a lavalier. What the fuck? Okay. Anyway... <laughs> What was I saying? Because you don't remember, we don't want to know. John checks in with the following email. Hello, Johnny. Are you on Flomax? That stream sounded too strong for a guy your age. (laughs) 
you are right about that. Uh, he comments on the migrant problem, which uh, which we'll probably get to actually more around 9.30, so stay tuned for that, right? You had better, because that's when I'm expecting strong participation, or I'll fix you. I won't do a show for another two weeks. That's right. F- oh, fuck you. Anyway, John writes, solving the migrant Im- immigration invasion. Well, Solving that problem is simple, John. End the asylum program. Uh, as it now stands, I agree. This is something I believe that was put in place uh, back during the 1990s. And the program is federal. Living in a country with a bad economy or a street gang problem should not be grounds for asylum. Indeed. Or re- now, if, if we took in everybody, say, say for example, we took in everybody from everywhere in the world uh, that we would consider here to be a bad neighborhood. Our population would quadruple overnight. I mean, there, there, really, there has to be limits on the number of people we could let into this promised land. John continues. Many of these migrants look like they have not missed a meal lately. Indeed, they have more expensive sneakers than I could afford. And some of the kids have braces on their teeth. So they don't seem that poor to me, Johnny. Also, we need to start punishing businesses mm -hmm, that are caught hiring illegals, which would eventually destroy the motivation for many of them to come here. However, you'd probably also end up destroying a lot of those businesses because many businesses, particularly those uh, engaged in agricultural duties, uh, without the assistance of low-wage individuals as their employees, uh, they could possibly go under. So I could see a potential problem there. Anyway... John from Massachusetts concludes as follows. The only terrestrial radio I listen to is, of course, the local sports talk station once in a while. That's it. Nobody listens to radio for music. I listen to your program on the 11L R&I stream, and I mostly listen to podcasts while commuting to and from work. John the same with me. Uh, I, I spend an inordinate amount of time on YouTube uh, watching podcasts, uh, mostly of the, uh, of the political variety, because I get my news and entertainment and my facts from sources that I have found to be reliable and truthful. And on standard over-the-air terrestrial television or radio, and even on the uh, on the cable <coughs> news networks, not so much. All right, I passed the baton oh, to I'm you, sorry. and you didn't pick it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you want? You know, your hand signal is so... Anyway, John, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Drink, maybe you spit mm. up your water, mm. you know? Mm. Um Enjoying that water? Good. Good. Anyway. See, I told you you didn't have anything to say. <laughs> what? 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 What do you need a microphone for? Maybe I should... Uh, maybe I should... Uh, that's it. That's what I'm going to do, Dave. I'm going to have you do a bunch of uh, punch-ins, inserts, and when I need Dave, I'll just call it up on the computer. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, John, you know, be cool. Be cool. Uh, I've never been known to. Cool cool is not something that I engage in very often because, hey, I'm John P. Lightning and nobody expects cool from John P. Lightning. What they expect me to do is like, oh, make fun of Alina. And when I think about Alina Harbour, the, the other day I was thinking, did 
Donald Trump engaged in some type of sexual liaison with Alina Haber because what that would lead me to do? <laughs> no doubt about it. Haber, Alina Haber, Alina Haber, da 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 da. As for the immigrants, Get out. that's all, folks. USA. Throw them out. USA. Throw them out into the cold. Don't give them their coat. No coats. <laughs> That's right. Send them out into the cold, and then they'll say, gee, it's really cold here. Well, where can we go where it's warm? Uh, the place we came from? <laughs> on the other side of the border? Probably a lot warmer there. Yeah, that's one way they'll fix them. You can fix my problem. Mm-hmm. My problem with the audience not interacting sufficiently by sending along an email. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. John is checking in from Bermuda. Oh, I'm jealous. I saw a guy online the other day. I was watching a, a, an interview with Jared Taylor. Dum dee dum dum. So you can't mention the words Jared, Jared Taylor. I think I once made the considerable error, the mistake of, of stating that. I like Jared Taylor because that immediately makes you that immediately makes you a racist, a bigot, and a white supremacist. None of which I could possibly be because I'm John P. Lightning. Okay, I could be on any given day any one of those things. Indeed, perhaps all those things. But most of the time I'm not. Does that make you feel any better about John Lightning? Don't give a fuck. John writes in from Bermuda the state. Even if I can air gap the computer stream, uh, and I don't know what that meant, uh, listening on 97.5 in Bermuda at 5 watts of awesome power. Don't know what any of that means. Unfortunately, WBCQ on 6.160 is not brilliant to Bermuda at this time of night. I don't think it would be, uh, it would make it uh, very well into Bermuda at most times of day because the signal, well, the signal is directed, uh, is directed at uh, that, that portion of the globe, but the uh, distance it has to cover uh, with the lower power that we have at 6.160 mm, makes it unlikely that you're going to have a viable signal most of the time. John finishes up by saying, say hi to Dave the Boogeyman for me. Well, uh, you Hello. just did. Well, thank you. And Howdy. he also states, you're always entertaining. I tune in every other week. Hey, wait, that means then you're not listening to Dave. Fuck you. <laughs> of course, I'm always kidding. John, John is, uh, is, is one of our uh, uh, relatively uh, long-time listeners, and uh, his input is always appreciated. Yours? Uh, I'm not going to wait up for it. What, what did, you, did you hit the microphone again? No. Am I, am I going to have to call the police? I hmm? Am I going to have to get on the phone? Call 911? No, I don't think so. It's 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 straight now, John. The microphone is straight. Yeah, about the only thing straight about the show you know is you are the a little bit of everything radio extravaganza where we engage you with uh, with seriously stupid banter. Really? Uh, really? Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell. Topical talk about uh-huh. topical topics. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, some of the best music ever recorded. Exploring the roots of hard you can't do that yet. It's too close to the top of the hour. So, instead, I'm going to do an official top of the hour right one? now. What do you can think? Do what, what? Can I do one? You want to do a top of the hour? Yeah. Okay, we'll give you the opportunity to fuck it up. Go. 
this is WBCQ broadcasting from Monticello, Maine, the United States of America on some foreign frequency. So you still don't know the frequency. I don't. I, I don't knew do it was shit. a mistake letting you do the top of the hour. 71. Ah, fuck out of here. <laughs> At 6.160. That's the one. This is WBCQ. Seven transmitting from Monticello, Maine in the United States. Other <laughs> 77 WAB Beatles C. 77 know. Sunset Strip. I don't know. Right, where were we? Yeah. Exploring the roots of rock and roll. Tracing the roots of rock and roll, I'm John Lightning. Among my favorite artists of the 50s was Hank Ballard and the Midnighters whose group was one of the best R&B combos of the day. Yeah, Hank's band was hot, and they were also known to do some tunes that were laced with double entendres that just barely made it to the air. Hank Ballard was born in Detroit in 1927, and he began singing in his early 20s as kind of a side gig to his main job, which was working at the Ford Motor Company. Apparently inspired by the Domino's 60 Minute Man, Ballard wrote a jump tune called Get It, and the lyrics left very little to the imagination. The song was his first hit with his original group, The Royals, and made it into the Billboard R&B Top 10. Ballard initially rewrote the song and changed the name of it to Sock It To Me Mary, which proclaimed, let's get it while the getting is good. So good, so good, so good. So good. His producer suggested that he... Tone down the tune a bit, and at some point the recording engineer's wife, Annie Smith, walked into the control room and inspired Ballard to change the name to Work With Me Annie. Of course, the term work didn't mean going to a job, but it meant a different kind of work, a work of the sexual variety. And with lyrics like, Annie, please don't cheat, give me all my meat, well, it was downright salacious for the day. And that day was in February of 1954 when Work With Me Annie was released, making it all the way to number one on the R&B charts and a rather respectable number 22 on the pop charts. It's a fine performance featuring Arthur Porter's just perfect electric guitar parts, playing riffs that predated Chuck Berry by easily a year. In many ways, Work With Me Annie defined the coming of rock and roll. The record sold so well that the demand for a sequel was fairly massive. And Hank Ballard followed up Work With Me Annie with a tune called Annie Had a Baby, once again leaving little to the imagination. Well, that sequel also hit the top of the R&B charts, remained there for two weeks, alongside of the original Annie. Yeah, for the better part of three and a half months, Hank Ballard tunes featuring Annie were among the nation's bestsellers. Indeed, Work With Me Annie was so popular that it inspired dozens of answer versions of Work With Me Annie. Songs with titles like Annie's Answer, Mama Took the Baby, I'm the Father of Annie's Baby, and many more, including a group called The New Tones that did a version called Annie Kicked the Button. (laughs) Indeed, Annie became so famous that a Hank Ballard fan named Buddy Holly recorded a tune called Annie's Been a Working On... The Midnight Shift. 
Get Out Annie Records started a cottage industry of Annie-related tunes, perhaps the best known being Etta James' tune called The Wallflower, which suggested that she and Henry were dancing instead of fooling around, as his key lyric was, Dance With Me Henry. For many reasons, some of them not at all musical, Work With Me Annie definitively defines roots of rock and roll music. Hank Ballard and the Midnighters had numerous other hit records, at least on the R&B charts, including such classics as Tore Up Over You, Sexy Ways, Let's Go, Let's Go, Let's Go, one of my favorites. And another song he wrote that only appeared as a B-side on one of his 45s, something called The Twist. And if you listen to Ballard's original and the big hit cover by Chubby Checker, you could barely tell Chubby Checker's voice apart from Hank Ballard's. That's how close to the original it was done. Indeed, the twist borrowed a melody, without credit, from Clyde McFadder and the Drifters, who did a song called What You Gonna Do, which itself was taken from a gospel song, and Ballard just wrote fresh lyrics. Sadly, few people ever heard the original version of The Twist and probably think Chubby Checker's version was the original. Well, it was pretty damn good, but not as good as the original. Yeah, between the cover versions and the many answer records to the Annie Tell, Work With Me Annie by Hank Ballard and the Midnighters or the Royals, one in the same group, provided federal records were perhaps its bestseller. So, here for you, the original classic version of Work With Me Annie, as we listen to another record that could be considered among the first rock and roll records. Oh, oh. Girl. 
Professor here at the College of Musical Knowledge. Yes, I am John B. Lightning. Always great to hear that Hank Ballard tune. And as uh, this week uh, is uh, is the anniversary yet again, every fucking year we got to be reminded that the, the we we got to be reminded about the day the music died, which actually isn't true. Actually, isn't the case. Uh, something of a misnomer. Indeed, one could consider it the day that the music began to thrive and really come alive. You're in the Pepsi generator. Never mind. Uh, even though the big bopper, Richie Valens, and of course, Buddy Holly, all perished in a plane crash on the 3rd of February back in 1959, their passing helped popularize rock and roll because of all the airplay and the tributes that those three artists got. And of course, undeniably, the greatest of the three, definitively Buddy Holly, who, as we mentioned earlier, wrote a tune called The Midnight Shift which mentioned Miss Annie. So, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't play it right about now. Well, if you see old Annie, better give her a lift Cause Annie's been working on the midnight shift If Annie puts her hair up on her head Paints him lips a bright, bright red Wears that dress that fits real tight Starts staying out till the middle you Don't go to D right there, you go through it twice before it goes to D 92, 82, take 10, left If you see old Annie, better give her a lift Cause Annie's been working on a midnight shift If Annie puts her hair up on her head Paints him lips a bright, bright red Wears that dress that fits real tight Starts staying out till the middle of the night Says that a friend give her a lift Well, Annie's been working on a midnight shift If she acts a little funny, seems a little strange Start spending your money for brand new things Tells you that she wants to use the car Never explains what she wants it for Brother, that this ain't no ifs Cause Annie's been working on a midnight shift sun comes up, you look at old Annie and she looks kind of rough, you tell her, honey, get out of that bed, she says, leave me alone, I'm just about dead, brother, that this ain't no ifs, cause Annie's been working on the midnight shift. <laughs> Mama that's staying at home You better enjoy it cause it won't last long 
When you think everything's all right She starts slipping round in the middle of the night Brother, that just ain't no ifs Cause Annie's been working on the midnight shift The one and only John P. Lightning Rockin' the internet With the best of the best With the roots of rock and roll And of course, we're also rocking the international shortwave bands. Well, one of them. At 6.160, you can find some of the best music, some of the best programming anywhere. And in addition to that, you're extravaganza. Hey, how could you lose? That's right. (laughs) Yeah, shut up, wise guy. Fuck around with me. Well, as we're talking roots of rock, I might as well do something I rarely do here. Play three songs almost in a row. Because Deadbeat Donald, mm -hmm, Trump, got me to thinking about Elvis earlier today. Yes, Elvis. Because Trump compared his looks to those of Elvis. Not good. Believe me, not good. Delusional Donald posted a photo at Truth Social last night. And it was a side-by-side mashup. Half of his face and half of Elvis Presley's face. And here's how he captioned it. For so long, for so many years, people have been saying, uh, it's always people, people are saying that Elvis and I look alike. Now, this pic has been going all over the place. What do you think? What I think, Donald, is, well, I'll let Red Painter, the name of the poster at Crooks and Liar, say it for me. His comment was, Yes, Donald, you look exactly like Elvis when he was bloated and fat and dead, but alive? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and of course, the Twitter spear, the X spear, whatever the fuck it is, all the comments, fucking hilarious. Let me, if I may, read for you a couple of comments left by posters at X. This one reads, overindulgent, out of control. Ready to meet his maker. Yeah, he does remind one of that Elvis. Another poster stated, I don't see it, but it would be symbolic if Trump goes the same way Elvis did. With a heart attack on the toilet, with his pants down around his ankles. (laughs) A poster with the name Mitch O'Rizzo. Huh? An Irish Italian? What the fuck? Uh, he, He writes, well, they both are slash were. Morbidly obese, child molesters, junkies, racists, inbred, demented as fuck, and white trash. I <laughs> see, here's one. Trump's mind has left the building. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, at the end of the line, for both of them, they were both horribly obese uh, and suffering the effects of decades of abuse of food. Uh, and, uh, well, they're also liking that they had an increasingly elderly fan base, still do for Deadbeat Donald. Uh, Neither one of them could no longer fill arenas and both liked uncomfortably younger women. Yeah, I I just can't wait to hear the former guy singing Jailhouse Rock. Yes, sir. Don't do that. But perhaps, perhaps my favorite comment at all came from this anonymous poster. Trump is so full of shit, I'm surprised dung beetles don't follow him everywhere he goes. 
Oh, good heavens. Well, Elvis's music is definitely uh, roots of rock, early rock and roll. Indeed, many people consider Elvis's son recording of That's All Right, which was released in July of 1954, to be the first rock and roll record. And in a future edition of that segment, we'll certainly play it. But tonight, one of my favorite Elvis recordings, and one that's definitely a tad salacious. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, he covered a Smiley Lewis recording, and yes, I'm a big Smiley Lewis fan. The record was entitled One Night of Sin, uh, which Elvis recorded with some slight lyrical changes, the primary one being the name of the song, which was changed to One Night with You. However, Elvis also recorded a version with the original lyrics, which of course remained unreleased for many decades. And damn, I love that recording. And after you hear it, mm -hmm, you will too.
If you're an Elvis Presley fan, you'd give anything to have known him personally, right? Well, here's the next best thing. Now you can be an Elvis flunky. Yes, thousands of Elvis impersonators are out there without a staff of butt-kissing flunkies. Hey, how can they impersonate the king without someone to boss around, humiliate, or run out for donuts? Now you can pretend you're Sonny or Red or Priscilla, even the slimy doctor who supplied him with <clears throat> medicine. Hey, Sonny, tuck me in. I'm ready for bed, man. Uh, okay, boss. Uh, would you like me to turn off the TV? No, I'll get it. Good night and God bless. If you're an untrained no-talent stuck in a low-paying dead-end job, here's your chance to get a new low-paying dead-end job. Be an Elvis impersonator flunky. Music, news, and fun with John Lightning on WBCQ. We are the planet. Well, uh, I know you must feel the same way after all these years you've been imitating. Well, sometimes, when you have a problem, it helps to talk with others who have the same problem. Okay, Elvis, you got something to share with the group now? Uh, yes, I do, Elvis. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. I yeah, hold on, Elvis. Thank you very much. Uh, should we order some double cheese pizzas first? Oh, we'll get idea. some peanut butter and nano sandwiches, That's a good too. Idea, Elvis. Well, thank you, Elvis. You're listening to an encounter session at your local El Anon Center. El Anon, where chronic Elvis impersonators go for help. Now, once again, what was that you saying, Elvina? Well, I think it's time that people stop discriminating against us female impersonators of Elvis. Uh-huh. You know, I got sideburns too. Right, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Learn to recognize the early warning signs. Twitching lips. I can't control my face. Swinging hips. I'm all shook up. Incredible weight gain. More Twinkies, please. At Elvis Anonymous, we understand that impersonating Elvis is not a career. It's a disease. Love me tender. So please, send what you can to L. Anon, Memphis, Tennessee. And thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Oh, no. It's not me. Oh, she got for you. Excuse me, but for some typically inexplicable reason, as long as I've just played two Elvis bits, I've got to play this one because it's just so silly. I love it. You've bought his records. You've seen his films. You've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all. But wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and nano sandwich. A peanut butter and a nano sandwich will get me through the night. You'll hear Elvis in his most intimate moments. Hello, piece of man, piece of Yeah, this is the Elvis. Won't you bring me over a couple large pies? Don't make it make three. Don't make a sex, double cheese. Yeah, I'm humble. Humble. Crawless cheese Danish too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do. The Elvis tape. And on your way back, would you pick up some donuts, please? Big jelly cream donuts. Crawless cheese Danish too. Love this bit. I love my big honey glazed donuts. <laughs> Without them, I can't do the Elvis tape. Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me more donuts. Available now in drugstores everywhere. I love to eat, I love to eat lemon. What an asshole. 
What a complete and total asshole. Johnny Lightning. Johnny Lightning. Earlier today, my old pally Hank Hayes did a Facebook posting questioning why Tom Selleck, whom one would think is fairly well off, particularly considering the success of, uh, of the show he heads up, Blue Bloods, which I think is now in its 200 season or something. Seems like it's been around more than a while. And one would think he's financially set. And yet he does those dumb reverse mortgage loan commercials for a company that essentially wants to steal your house from you. And I posted a link to the parody loan commercial that was edited up by somebody. I forget the name of the person, unfortunately, but what a great editing job. This person took uh, numerous spots that he did for the reverse mortgage uh, loan company and edited them together in such a way that, uh, well, fucking brilliant. I played it before, and yeah, I'm going to play it again right now. This isn't my first rodeo. And let me tell you something. A reverse mortgage loan isn't some kind of trick to take your home. It's a trick to take your home like any other. Big difference is I get your home. It's just a loan designed to take your home. And it's helped me. With a reverse mortgage, you can pay whatever you can or you can leave your home. The American dream means money. If you've had your home for a while, it's probably worth nothing. So why not give me your home? A reverse mortgage loan could play a vital part in funding my retirement. Make your retirement. My retirement. What many people don't realize is many older Americans are the biggest assets. Fortunately, many older Americans are a little wobbly. Many older Americans are a little jumbo. But you know what that means. You wouldn't be living much longer. Look, retirement's the time for me to enjoy your money. A reverse mortgage loan gives you nothing now and nothing when you leave the home. Sacrifice your home for me. It's worth it. Your home, it's where I'd want to be and where I'd want to stay. Look, you've probably been in ass. Give me your cash. Give me your home. Give me the cash in your pocket. Look, I'm proud to take your home. Give me your home. Give me your soul. You better. Or worse, I take your family's heart. Look, leave the home now. You ask, give me your home right now. You better. That's such a masterful editing job. Uh, done by somebody, I found his name. Uh, th- this person refers to himself as Masterful Bup. Masterful B-U-P. So I guess if you look him up on YouTube or wherever, you, uh, you might find more of his work. Assuming there is more of his work. But if that's all of his work... He already has a place of honor in the 11LR and I just fucking great comedy bits Hall of Fame. And as long as I'm in a silly mood, speaking of comedy bits, please welcome Mr. Bill Kelly. Let's hear it for him, Bill Kelly. My father was a real ladies' man. Okay, transvestite. And uh, <laughs> this is true, I guess. I was making love to my wife or someone the other night, and I was. Right afterwards, I turned around and I said, uh, well, actually, I woke her up first. And uh, <laughs> then I said those three words you always say right after you finish doing that. You know, where's the remote? <laughs> I had this habit. I would sleep in the nude, you know, which doesn't cause problems except on those really long flights. <laughs> actually, you know what? My, my father told me to trust my instincts, so I stopped calling him dad. <laughs> actually, I was a premature baby. I was born three months after my parents were married. <laughs> 
someone asked me once if I ever paid for sex, and I said, yeah, I have a mortgage. <laughs> I was at a party, and everyone got really drunk and decided to go outside on the front lawn and have a contest, you know, to see who could urinate the furthest. And my wife won. <laughs> From the Isle of Staten, John P. Lightning. You know how lightning alarms me. I'll pop a Glock in your mouth and make a brain slushy. Except, in Deadbeat Donald's case, you're going to be a little shy of brains. That's right. Does the meth food carry brain helper? I don't know. <laughs> hey, what have you got for older brains? Don't tell me Prevagen. Correct the mundo. Yes, here's a former president of the United States. Cognitively, I'm better than I was 20 years ago. Brain not included. Couldn't say sold separately. Talk about getting ripped off. I got ripped off in a rather unusual manner the other day. Well, I kind of expected to get ripped off. And I set myself up for the potential, for the possibility of getting ripped off. And of course, I did. I'm uh, looking for a heater. My, my, my oldest heater uh, that I use in the bedroom. I like it warm and I also like some fresh air coming in the window. So uh, sometimes the regular heat is not enough. And the heater gave out after, after three years, like most of them do. It was a fan problem. It went from fine, like, ah, to, ah, and I figured that's it, it's done. So I wanted to get a better one this time, and I decided to buy one uh, that's made by Dayton. I already have one, and it's worked excellently the two years I've had it. And uh, Dayton products are generally somewhat superior, although I do believe most all of these all of these room space heaters come out of the same one or two factories in China. And they all approximately have to do the same thing. Take 15 amps of 120 volt current, put it through some coils, put a fan behind it to blow the air around, and generally the, the quality of the parts is pretty much the same for all of them. They're all UL listed, even the really shitty ones. And it's preferable to buy one that has a trip switch on the bottom so in case it gets knocked over, it goes out automatically. Because I've seen people in stores like Home Depot. Hmm, well, this one's bigger and it's motorized. It turns. Now, it turns 90 degrees or so in each direction. And yes, so what? What do you need that for? One more thing to break down. A cheap motor that ultimately will break down. And along the way, also get noisy. Sounds like my audio back in the JPL FM days. <laughs> with, with the transmitter right below the studio. And when that thing was cranked to 500 watts, it was hard to keep the hum out of the system. A space heater, there's an item that could literally be described as, it is what it is, it's a fucking space heater. It is what it is. Correct the mundo, Michelle. Coils get warm, hopefully your room does. So if you spend $20 on one or $120 on one, the difference in the result delivered going to be minimal and non-existent, I would think. And by the way, Amazon's brand, their $20 space heater, likely works as well as a $100 plus one. So I bought one. <laughs> it's a simple process. Most of them have a thermostat that you can control somewhat, so it's not running all the time. They'll usually have two, sometimes the better ones, three heat settings. 
and Dayton is a known good brand, and I saw it for sale at Granger. Now, Granger usually does not sell low-end products. Most of what we required uh, on the job back when I was working for the MTA, electronics, parts, test equipment, uh, we had a purchasing arrangement with Granger. If Granger is selling you something, in all likelihood, it's good, and you can trust its quality. So when I saw that, I said, ah, oh, there you go. I finally found another one for $120. But free ship. Amazon had it for a mere $114. But free ship. So I did a Google search. I'm a cheap prick. Seems a tad, ex- seems a tad uh, excessive, uh, excessively expensive for a fucking space eater. So I did a Google search, and up came Walmart. And there was the very same precise exact model number for Seventeen ninety-five. Yeah, red flags, spinning lights, sound the alarm. I could hear warning, likely a scam, but it's only eighteen bucks. So I click on the page to take a look at it, and there's what you get, and there's the heater, and this was the red flag, and another item, some type of bushing or connector, some type of uh, apparently heavy aluminum or steel bushing. For what, I don't know. Used to me, none. And I'm thinking, okay, are they throwing this in with the heater or is this what I'm going to receive in lieu of a heater? Well, if you guessed a lot, uh, congratulations, that's exactly what happened. What arrived was this useless bushing that might be worth a buck or three that I got out of steel for only $18. But free ship. Getting close to 25 years online, and I'm still making rookie mistakes like that. But it was only $18. I figured, hey, you can never tell. Maybe it's just some kind kind of leftover. They found it in a stock room. Hey, mark it down. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, and I knew better. (laughs) If the price is too good to be true... Make sure you don't waste more than $20 or so on, on the item. It was delivered. wasn't what was supposed to be in the box. And I, when I went out front and looked at the box, I was like, hmm, seems a little small for a space heater. And I didn't buy one of those plug-in ones, you know, the ones where you plug it right into an outlet. And if you've ever considered doing something that stupid, please don't. Those things are useless and likely dangerous. But I got taken. I got rooked. I got scammed. Yeah, but it has a display with the temperature. And you could set it for a specific temperature, and you could have temperature ranges for different times of day. You know, all relatively useless features or features that people don't use because then you have to spend a half hour trying to figure out what combination of buttons will give you the result you're looking for. It just adds more parts to break down and more cost to the item. And about six or seven years ago, I bought one of those fancier... I am my own worst enemy. I bought one of those fancier heaters. And it gave me a good six months or so. The display died. Then the motor began to make sounds akin to those of a wood chopping machine. It just wasn't... It, uh, it, it was done in short order. It was cooked. Yes, short order cooked. I know I suck. I don't need you to remind me. And now I, I, I did want that Dayton, but not at the absurdly high price 
They say we're looking to charge me for, you know, maybe $10 worth of parts. Honey, I'm home. Here's Johnny Lightning. This is Johnny Lightning along with Dave, his boogeyman, and we are coming to you on Planet Radio WBCQ, where, of course, we're calling CQ to you. You got a microphone again, Dave. I know. (laughs) I know. That Elvis skit was great. I really, for those who missed it. Oh, great. It was. I mean, I was just, I was just spitting up, and that's not usual for me, you know, during your show. And now, see if Hank Hayes hadn't made that posting, that segment would have never existed. I'm significantly influenced uh, by by the people around me. You know, somebody gives me an option for a topic, or comes up with a good topic, or even poses a question. Sometimes that question can lead into, you know, like a thirty minute stop set. You did good. You did good this week. I thought so. I thought I did for Give a change. Give you a gold star. Gold star. <laughs> what fucking good is a gold star? Where am I going? How's that going to help me? Johnny, you got a gold star. Thanks so fucking much for that. And it was supposed to be a link in here to allow me to do something else. And it's not there. See, when, when you don't... Essentially, I need all of the two weeks um, not on the air to prepare what I am going to do on the air. And some weeks it works, and other weeks it's this. You're listening to Wonderful R&I. Super Talk for New York. Super Talk for New York. So many things we should be discussing, but I'll just run them by you at home. Okay. And Dave, you here in the 11LRNI studio. Okay. Uh, of course, this week, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the biggest and most depressing stories was uh, three Americans dead uh, because Iran's proxies are trying to get even with us for, uh, for targeting the, uh, the Houthis and their attempts to, well, not, yeah, their, their attempts to seize as many ships particularly if they're American, as they can. And we rightfully sent out drones to try and fuck with them, and successfully, and uh, they found a way to get back. And yeah, as liberal as I am, the only proper means of response is to find those proxies and bomb the shit out of them. No, that's what you have to do. You have to take them out. Oh, I agree. Also, of course, we mentioned briefly it's Black History Month, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll get to some bits on that. Uh, that'll probably piss people off. <laughs> what? No, you know, sometimes now now I I do not think I have a a single bit in my collection that could be considered at all uh, racial. That's what I believe. Probably the rest of you are thinking, ah, Johnny, I know you're full of shit, but uh, I have a couple of those sitting here somewhere, and if you're bad, I might get to them. Uh, I want to read Larry's email, because uh, it came in, and you are still, and it's 9.37, and I have not heard from Ted. Am I going to have to be attending a funeral? (laughs) They're really concerned what I don't hear from Ted. Nonetheless, Larry writes, I listen to radio, mostly in the car. 
I am equal distance from Baltimore and Washington, and there's only one fucking FM left that plays anything I like to hear. It's a AAA station on 89.7. Naturally, those uh, those down-under frequencies where they can do shit. And uh, yeah, it's from uh, Tosin, I guess, Tosin University. There's an am who's running a cool free-form commercial-free music format on AM at 820 near here. But I don't have a digital radio in my car, so I can't hear them. They have an FM repeater, but they sold it late last year for an obscene amount of money to a fucking contemporary Christian music pusher. That's what a lot of AM stations are doing because they, they've, they've got nowhere else to go. You, you either put that format on your station or you sell to somebody who wants that format. Christian radio stations continue to thrive because it's basically talk. Uh, there are, of course, Christian music radio stations, and they always do minimally well on the FM band. What, uh, what we used to call WPOJ back in the day. Right, right. Uh, they are now a Christian formatted music station, and it's reflected in their ratings, uh, meaning I don't even think they made the latest radio book. Larry continues. I do a lot of band scanning, so I hear a little bit of everything. Like you are this evening. Yes, yes. Some of the extremist right-wingers, like the so-called American Family Radio Network, are sometimes entertaining. But fortunately, they are rimshot to D.C., so they're not usually audible here. Yeah, so much blah, blah, blah on the radio these days. FM is dominated by iHeart, until they go belly up, spam, bland formats, and contemporary Christian music. Mm -hmm. The worst music ever made. <laughs> you know, most of it sounds to me, Dave, like, 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 like 70s pop, like a, like a, a Oreo Speedwagon or Journey. They all seem to have that sound, uh, that type of production. And uh, I, I guess it's fine for Christians, but for everybody else, it's taken away from me. Larry concludes, AM is mostly Mexican music. Yeah, a lot of that. Right-wing blotter for like the last 30 or 40 years. And advertisements for gambling and penis pills. <laughs> I have no desire to actually listen to any of this. Yeah, who would? So, outside of talk radio stations, uh, uh, sports stations, which are essentially the same thing, and the all-news stations, there is nothing of interest for most anybody on AM that they cannot get in superior quality with probably superior air personalities on the Internet or even uh, via podcasts on YouTube. The newer cars that have come out over the last few years, aside from taking away the CD player, they took away AM. They left FM on there, but they took away AM. So it's you can't. well, well, AM radio uh, responded. Indeed, I played the bit a couple of months ago. Uh, well, it wasn't a bit; it was a PSA for AM radio, and uh, uh, most of the major car manufacturers have relented and uh those that did remove am radios from their cars for what what is saving a, a chip that costs two fucking dollars uh, most of them have restored it or will be restoring it in uh, in cars coming off the assembly line this year uh, i guess those that have cars that are already minus am radio too bad I mean, I guess you could take it in. <laughs> I'll do it on my radio for a couple of days and take it in so that they can put in that chip, which will probably cost, you know, 449 And still, no one will listen to AM radio. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they make except me. You know, I, 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 sometimes I will tune all the way down to like twelve ten and listen to WMTR out of Jersey just to uh, just to have the experience of listening to music on AM and music that's old. Well, I, I guess younger folks turning a dial. If there is a still a dial. Well, there are no more dials. Right, yes. there's no more dials, it's just push buttons. That's why when I take out one of those old jingles, yeah, mm. we're, we're at 1280 on your dial. Mommy, what's a dial? Of it's course. soap, dear, right. You know, that's about it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's we're aging out, John, every day. I mean, and, and, and radio, well... Radio used to be interesting. Uh, well, somebody sent me a link to some K-Rock promos from 1993. And even the promos were superior. 92.3 K-Rock is the Howard Stern Show every morning. Eat for an Italian middays with the K-Rock Cafe, Go Figure, and Guaranteed 20-Song Midday Music Marathon. Steve Herman with the Rock and Roll Afternoon Show from 2 to 6, including Name That Tune at 4.30. The Grease Man, every weeknight from 6 to 10. This is Meg Griffin in the nighttime with you from 10 to 2. And... Allison Steele, The Nightbird, from 2 to 6 a.m. All day, every day, the only station you need is the classic rock station, 92.3 K-Rock. What makes a classic? It's not just any old record. It's an artist at their very best. Creating something unique. Something never heard before. Contributing to the rock and roll art form. Stretching out to give their best performance. It's quality. It's the cream of the crop. It's the classic rock station. 92.3 K-Rock. This is 92.3 K-Rock. Okay, I think we got the idea. Oh, yeah, those, those are, are good. I, right. I want those. I those want are good those. promos. All right, I, I, I can make you a copy of the whole file. It's only seven or eight minutes long. Thank Christ Almighty. Ted checks in. Ted checks in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We, we, we sent EMS we out looking for yeah. him. Well, so I, yeah. I, I was afraid I might, you know, I might have to go to a funeral service on Tuesday, you know, and I want to get together with you and Jeff yeah. and go have some of that Texas barbecue. Where is that place in New Jersey that uh, that you and Jeff both believe to have barbecue that's almost as good as what you get in Texas? You remember the name? I, of it? I do not know. I do not know. And the most interesting thing about it to me, other than the fact that the barbecue was real good. Uh huh. And I had just uh, come back from Texas last time we went right. there. Uh, and, the, and, and it was close. The restaurant has a Grateful Dead motif. Uh-huh. Not that, you yes. know, like you, 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 you'll see you know, you know, the, the international uh, symbol of deadism or anything like that, but when you walk in and you see the, the dancing bear uh, placeholders for your tables and the, the general uh, look of the place tells you right away, deadhead's in control. And it is a deadhead that runs the place. So uh, we're, more, we're, we're even happier. To give them our business. We give you the business every week here on Radio New York International. It's I to I to Lightning Guy or Dave D. Boogeyman. And uh, not every Saturday at midnight because he's posting them as podcasts on, on his website now. And you can listen anytime. LF back. LF Midwood back. That's right. He's back with you. Uh, if you'd like to hear what LF is doing, and I demand you to. Just go to his website, lfmidwood.com. Wow, simple enough that even I remembered it. It's lfmidwood.com. Anyway, Ted wanted to, uh, he said, yes, it is Black uh, Black History Month or Black Commendation Month. Or uh, we're actually going to pay minimal attention to persons of color this month and make them feel as though they're, they're getting something. Well, uh, I guess 
considering all the bits I could play, I'm going to go with the classic I Miss bit, yeah. More jingles, jingles. from time lightning. Some of you may know, who listen to the I Miss in the Morning program on a regular basis, Yeah, uh, there is a uh, new group being formed called the Black Beatles. That's right, Don. My name is Tyrone McCartney, uh-huh. bass player for the fabulous Black Beatles, and me and my friend Leroy Lennon, right. George Jellybean Donnell, Rashad Mustafa Muhammad Harrison, uh-huh. and Bingo Style. <laughs> we have a new album out of our very famous number one hit called Beat the Meters. What's that? Beat the Meters. <laughs> we want you all to get it because yeah. it's got some of our famous number one hits like this one. Uh-huh. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary come to me and speak those words of wisdom. What it be? <laughs> and how about this one? Okay. I should have known better with a bitch like you. <laughs> Jojo was a man who only had three inches, but he knew it wouldn't last. <laughs> Jojo never had much luck with all the bitches, but I said, hey, Joe, get, get black. Get black. Get black. Get black. Get black. Get black and watch your Johnson grow. <laughs> Lucy in the sky with a lot of jewelry. Um, <laughs> strawberry flavored malt liquor. Here come my son, he play football. Here come my son, and I say, he bad. I'm back on the old FDR. <laughs> yesterday, yeah. my parole came through just yesterday. Hey, dude, lend me a dollar. I can play center. I can play forward. I be six four four. <laughs> and of course, my personal favorite. Yeah. Well, we all live yeah. in the yellow coupe de ville. A yellow coupe de ville. A yellow coupe de ville. And my friends is all aboard. Many more of them is in the trunk. Vital time and why you will. I'm a yellow. Hi, I'm Howard Beach for Blackout. Now even more powerful, Blackout with KKK7 is guaranteed to eliminate unsightly blacks and other dark-skinned minority types from your neighborhood fast. Blackout Super Action Pump delivers full segregating power. Absolutely safe and non-toxic to whites of all nationalities, Blackout's approved for use around sidewalks, windows, doors, welfare centers, bodegas, fried chicken stands, everywhere partisan minorities may be found. When used as directed, Blackout keeps on 
fighting such filthy vermin up to three months with just a single application. So act today. Pick up a can of blackout. Just look for me, Howard Beach, the stereotypical white guy in the long sheet with the coonskin cap on the label. So before you have to say, well, there goes the neighborhood, get blackout today. That's Blackout, the original ethnic cleanser. You're with 11LRNI, where the free speech continues nonstop. I sure hope so. With Johnny Lightning. Why am I so much louder than the jingles? I'll figure this out probably by next show. Let's see, how could I fix that? Uh, with a jingle. We hope we die before we get old. 11L, wonderful R&I. Counter Country Radio. Lightning here with news and views and who the fuck knows what else. And yeah, we put it off at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll be discussing the serious shit. So until then, probably silliness. Silliness will prevail here on the 11L Network. Let's see all the topics I haven't gotten to. DeSantis, yes. DeSantis ended his campaign by falsely quoting Winston Churchill. DeSantis should have taken honest Abe's advice because uh, while Abe Lincoln did once say, before you quote someone, always check Google first. And a Melbourne, Australia crime boss, hey, putting these two back to back, this is almost like a headline segment. A Melbourne, Australia crime boss is reported to have accidentally shot himself in the testicle. Ow! Ow! Here comes a great sax break. But you're not going to get to hear it. (laughs) Ironically, that crime boss in Australia actually showed his patriotism by doing that. Yeah, he showed his patriotism by shooting himself down under. Fuck off, you know what to do! And uh, speaking of the D.C. area, as Larry was, that area saw its biggest snowfall in two years a week or so ago. I think they got like three to five inches. Like, that's a lot! Alright, buddy. Mr. Kessel. Five inches they got, like, oh my god, how will we survive this moment? Five inches. Right, that's at least two more than Zidby Donald gave to Stormy Daniels. Five inches of the white stuff. Why, the last time the area around the Capitol was that white? Yep, was during the January 6th insurrection. Kind of in the news. He 
He's furious, furious, I say, because his book titles got removed from schools in Florida. And of course, he's a major supporter of those Florida book bands. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly, remember him? Wait a minute, who is he? Oh, that's right, he was somebody. Yes, Dave. Oh, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine for now. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, we're, we're, we're quite fine. No, John, you've never been fine. Except, well, uh, I, I, I am fine as wine every other week here on Planet Radio WBCQ. That's right. Actually, we actually did some uh, kind of headlines uh, uh, for a change of pace, I, I, I guess. Yeah, that's right. And let's see. Um, uh, Jim sends along. I, I, I don't know why. Jim sends along the... John, what weighs more, a gallon of water or a gallon of butane? Now, of course, we all know that's one of them there trick questions. You know, it's, it's like the one about uh, a, a plane crashes on the border between two countries. On what side do they bury the survivors? Okay? It's one of those kind of trick questions. Okay? Because okay. we all know a gallon of water, a gallon of butane? Hmm. Seems to me like it would be the same. But no. A gallon of water weighs more. And that's because... I should have I, I pre-read this. And that's because butane is a lighter fluid. Oh! I didn't write it, so fuck you. <laughs> but it was good, Johnny. It was kind of almost good. It was, it was minimally good. And as we mentioned, Black History Month, in honor of Black History Month, yeah. did you know that the United States, I'm not going to make it through this, that the United States Treasury is offering limited edition commemorative fake $20 bills? <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They are offering commemorative edition fake $20 bills. And you can easily tell them apart from real $20 bills because it replaces Andrew Jackson's picture with one of George Foreman, who famously passed a counterfeit $20 bill. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, that 20 is as authentic as a $3 bill, so to speak. <laughs> it's the Super Sound Station. This is Radio New York International. 11. Mercy. 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 At this critical time in our nation's history, there is no better way to eulogize the late George Floyd than by shopping at the Everything George Store. The Everything George Store. Honor his memory at America's number one dealership for everything George Floyd. Be sure to look smart and spiffy at your next Black Lives Matter protest by wearing one of our official George Floyd I Can't Breathe t-shirts. Paired up with a George Floyd I Can't Breathe face mask and George Floyd posture collar, you'll be 
be the hit of the day. And if you get hit and bleed all over your George Floyd wear, we'll replace it free. Free! Stock up now on George Floyd t-shirts, murals, rolling papers, vape pens, even George Floyd $20 bills, replacing Andrew Jackson's picture with that of George Floyd. We're your one-stop shop for George Floyd cooking wear, glasses, beer mugs, plush, huggable George Floyd dolls, running shoes, even George Floyd posters, caps, and George Floyd refillable butane lighters, all embossed with George's likeness. You can light your fire in style. And we're stocking the George Floyd Memorial Album. Available as a download, a CD, and also available on 180-gram noiseless vinyl. Featuring such George Floyd-related songs as Take My Breath Away, Every Breath You Take, Down on the Street, Hold Your Head Up, I Fought the Law, Sidewalk Sinner, On the Road Again, and many, many more. Wow! You mean it's available as a record? You can buy it as a record. And uh, speaking of records... George Floyd mugshots and orange jumpsuits. Some people might say it's too soon, but we say, fuck that. There's money to be made. So shop at the Everything George store online by going to everythinggeorge.com. That's everythinggeorge.com. The Everything George store. 20% of all profits go to Black Lives Matter, the George Floyd Foundation for Peace and Harmony, and his family, who should be the only ones making out on this deal. The Everything George store. Protest in style and make a statement everyone can agree with. Well, most everyone. Okay, those attending the protests. PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, Bitcoin, and controlled substances. All acceptable as payment. The Everything George store. A subsidiary of Shitsumi Industries. I, I, I think the wrong bit is cute. We'll find out. 11 hour Identify as black. Good guy. Johnny Lightning. You will never take our land. And just how you fix it and stop us, Kimosabi. With my Indian warrior skills. Hey, stop that. Stop what? That noise you're doing is racist and inaccurate. In fact, the game you're playing is racist too. It is? Don't worry, because there's a new game that's not racist at all and just as fun. Wanna play? Yeah. Yeah. Introducing white cops and unarmed black civilians. Mom, can I play? Fuck yeah. Each playset comes with four sets of costumes. The unarmed black civilian, a t-shirt, tennis shoes, a candy bar, and a black person wig. Cool. Then there's the white cops. Uniform, badge, nightstick, pepper spray, taser, standard issue firearm, bulletproof vest, combat shotgun, four knives, handcuffs, and a second ankle gun. This is a lot of stuff, dude. How am I supposed to win? You're not! Just like in real life! You ready to play? This game fucking rules! And for a limited time, all sets include a disgraced former white cop. Disperse immediately! There's a thug! Thug! On the ground! On the ground now! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! I said stop resisting! You having fun yet? Great, right? White cops and unarmed black civilians. America's best new game. Only it's not a game. It's real life. Available at toy stores and justice systems everywhere. When I say you can talk, you can talk. Until I tell you to, shut the fuck up. Mother approved. You're listening to R&I, Radio New York International, with John T. Lightning. Shit, Negro, that's all you had to say. 
Uh, yeah, Ted, bad, bad email. I, I, I got an email from Ted the So Putrid. I'm not even going to read it. <laughs> although although he, did, he did like to piss in his zipper segment there. Uh, none other than the great Boca Brittany, Brittany Summers, plays perhaps the meanest zipper I have ever heard. She plays classical music on the zipper. And because it's not the type of music that you would normally hear on the air, I'm going to expose you to some. So what are you going to do? I play the zipper. The zipper? Yeah. See? Here. Well, uh, yeah. it's Mozart. <laughs> I love bits like that. I know I shouldn't, but that's what I live for, ladies and gentlemen. And the opportunity to bring you this show that you so fortunately know as you are the little bit of everything Radio Extravaganza. Thank me. Thank me by sending me a check for $100,000. You think that's fair, David? $100,000. L Talk Radio. At 6.160 megahertz. This is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, in the United States of America. This is the planet WBCQ. Asylum seekers, people seeking to join us in this ongoing great experiment that is the U.S. of A holes. Asylum seekers should not be kicking cops in the face. Well, you know, Dave, some people might think that I'm wrong. People that are not fans of cops, and I've never been a fan of cops. I'm not a hater of cops. Indeed, in, in the late 80s, I had the opportunity uh, over a period of a year or so to uh, hang out with some cops because I, I, I had a, a friend and a, uh, a former co-worker at the railroad uh, who became a cop. And uh, I got to see the good and the bad. And I'd still say 80% of these guys were all right. They were decent folks. It's the old 80-10-10 rule. There was another 10% that... Uh, at times, you wouldn't want to be around them. They didn't always get it right. And there was the remaining 10% scumbags, low lives. They'd lock you up for no good reason. They'd lay a beating on you if they thought they could. They would plant evidence on you or in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, cops, those people that use the phrase necessary evil, probably have it right. Anyway, the Asylum, I believe there are like 12 of these people involved uh, in this little fracas uh, where they uh, where they laid a beating on two New York City police officers. Uh, the guy that kicked one officer in the face, a uh, photo of which disgraces my Facebook page, he was released the very same day. And although I know this is because of some asinine state law, that requires their release, we can no longer do this. And particularly when you're talking law enforcement, 
And it's not that I would be against releasing them, Dave. I wouldn't be against releasing them on the medical side of the border, okay? Wouldn't be, wouldn't be adverse to me at all. But this dumb fuck you fellow New Yorkers policy, this is why those of us who are unashamed to declare ourselves to be liberals, it's why we hate so many of our fellow liberals. And the phonies we often elect because we expect these people to somehow be getting it right we should expect that invariably they ain't going to get it right. And being liberal does not, does not mean allowing lawless scumbags to go unpunished for their actions. Well, well, at least it shouldn't. Because those of us who are left to center likely do care more about the other. Earlier in the, in the broadcast, I mentioned the other, which is basically anybody unlike us, particularly people of a different race or a different religion. They're much of the time the other, and an other that we're distrustful of, and in many cases rightfully distrustful of. But it's likely... Uh, those of us that are left to center do care more about the other, uh, about the less fortunate. We, you know, we'll feel some Rachmanis towards them that conservatives won't. But we can never care more about them than we do for our own. Simple, basic rule to be guided by. But that's obviously not the case, pal. It's obviously not the case in this country. We regularly take in, you know, we take in other nation's strays. We do it all the time. And that often does include criminals seeking new victims in a new country where their criminal past likely is unknown. And because the New York State court system has this, they refer to it as catch and release. Catch and release policy. To which the first time I heard about it, I found myself thinking, well, why the fuck bother catching to, <laughs> to begin with? You know, why? It's a policy that tells those arrested that there will be no penalty for actions that at one time, well, I guess uh, in a saner time, and I do believe you and I did live through saner times, Dave, uh, doing what these scumbags did would have gotten the scumbag who kicked a cop in the face. Years, years of jail time. So now, even police can expect no justice. So, hey, fake asylum seekers, we're going to come get you. We're going to come get you. We're going to round you up and put you away. But no, I know we're not going to do that because that's what we should do. Particularly as, hey, they said they wanted to stay in America. Now, I think you should for at least the next 10 to 20 fucking years. You want to stay? We'll put you up. We'll put you up in one of our fine, fine prisons, fucko. But no, justice is deaf, dumb, and blind. And that's in a city led by a mayor who appears to be all of the aforementioned. I mean, look, let's face it. The guy is just plain fucking stupid. Not going to call him an idiot. He's stupid. How he got on the police force, how he became, uh, uh, what was it, a, 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 a chief of the police force, how he became mayor. Yeah, that, that's definitely a topic for another show. But, and sadly, that scummy group 
who you can see on the video. Uh, go, go to the New York Post website. They have the best video, meaning it's unedited. The copies of that video that have been shown on most of the local and, uh, and national TV stations, they edit out the portion where this guy's uh, shoe ends up in the cop's face. Why? Why? Well, okay, it's probably a good reason because it, it might cause people to get less upset. But why do you want to do that? People should be upset. People should get to see that. But for some reason, you know, if, if you watch even Fox, MSNBC, any of those, you won't see that portion of the video. You won't see them savaging NYPD officers. Indeed, they are likely now in the provided by We the Suckers living space that, uh, that we're renting for these folks trying to figure out who to hurt next. You know, because they have nothing else to do with their time. And pal, when a nation's kindness, when a we're concerned. This is just the way we are in the United States. But but when your concern gets to the point for these so-called migrants, when when it's met by migrants who see we the people as marks for their use, they have to be on their way. It's nothing. They have to be on their way, and I don't mean on a path to citizenship. They, they gotta go. They gotta go. Abusing the nation that is rescuing you. And perhaps rescuing your family? How fucking dare anybody do that? We do not need to put up with that. And we do not need to, uh, to tolerate even for a moment people seeking asylum who aren't really seeking asylum. We have to be a tad more selective who we help, folks. And also regarding who we keep out of America. For example, uh, I, I, I never know when you want to say something, Dave, but when you see me pause more than a second is your opportunity. You know, if you come here hating America, if you are someone who could care less about America, about being an American, or otherwise uh, uh, remaining primarily loyal to your former homeland, then this country should not become your new homeland. Now the cop kicker, he's not going to serve any time before his asylum request is granted. (laughs) If we could find him to grant it because he's already disappeared. And what I will admit angers me the most about such situations, other than the fact that our police officers are being abused by people who shouldn't even be in the fucking country, is that catch and release is the type of policy that wins elections for Republicans. And it tells those of us that would never engage in such actions, well, well, what if it was you or I? that got attacked and got kicked in the head by someone seeking asylum. I think it's obvious that we know now that we'll we'll be assured of no justice. Why our tax dollars help pay to resettle in our nation the likes of these scumbags who came here seeking refuge only to spit in the collective faces of us all. 
John, that's basically what you said before. The Republicans love this stuff. Yeah. They love this stuff because it makes people afraid. Fear. Uh, Fear is what wins elections. Not logic, not helping people, what people are afraid of. And that's how Donald got in last time. Of course. It's, it's, it's the, old, the, the old line from uh, the American president. Uh, tell people who they're supposed to hate uh, and why they're supposed to hate them. And, uh, and, and it works. Yeah. It works with the very average American. Now, for me, yeah, certain things are too obvious. If you're a guest in my country, which is what these people are now, and you attack law enforcement officers, who, by the way, in this particular situation, were trying to arrest these guys for cause. Uh, they were up to uh, some, some type of no good in midtown Manhattan, right off of Times Square. You attack law enforcement, you've got to go. And knowing, knowing that justice or retribution, call it whatever, however you will, now that we know that's no longer a given, we may just have to tell all asylum seekers that, oh well, we're terribly sorry, but we're closed for renovations. <laughs> sorry, can't take you in right now. We're closed for renovations. Renovations to our shitty legal system. That's what we need. That's what we need. And then perhaps we can then begin to replace those soft-skulled shitheads who are making these decisions. Decisions in nobody's best interest, save for the visitors who come here demanding we take them in and support them. You know, like we're, like, what the fuck are, what is the United States? Some massive adoption agency that we have to take in every other nation's strays and provide them with assistance, assistance often not available to actual citizens of this nation. If you libs, uh, why am I saying you libs? I'm, I'm one of them. I think Dave is too. Yeah, yeah. If you libs, and I'm a lib with my sanity fully intact. Okay, somewhat intact. If you want to defeat the angry hordes of conservative cretins who use such situations to their political advantage, you have to demand punishment. You have to demand no catch and release. Accept nothing less than serious jail time for these cretins. Yeah. Real justice, real justice uh, against those who show no appreciation, no thanks, no love for the country that is willing to take them in sight unseen when we know virtually nothing about them. Think about that. Think about how most other countries would not dare make such stupid mistakes. And if you believe that makes me a bad guy or xenophobic or anti-migrant, <laughs> well... <laughs> Let me hip you to something you should already know. And I say this with all due respect. If that's what you believe, you're a fucking moron. I just want some hint of common sense to inform our decisions. (laughs) I know, I'm expecting way too much from a nation of people half of whom seem to be too stupid to wage a nuanced discussion of such issues. And, you know, I, 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 of course, you know, I may not be a member of the intelligentsia, might not, 
<laughs> the, the guy that got out of New York High School barely got out with a general <laughs> diploma. <laughs> but I'm not stupid. I'm not so stupid. And I'm not so compassionate as to want to help those who demand to be let in here and then treat us like a like a redheaded stepchild with terminal PTSD and advanced irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> That's just the way. Like, get him away from me. All I can say to those people is, you know, uh, what what Donald Trump said, and it's a soundbite I played a little early in the show. USA. Throw them out. USA. Throw them out into the cold. USA. Don't give them their coat. USA. No coat. For a change, John P. Lightning agreeing would that be Donald what that might never happen again on this station Dave <laughs> but if these visitors are not given the boot as soon as possible meaning yesterday I would not be adverse to a little old-fashioned street justice see that's when the uh, the, the Brooklynese in me really comes out yeah a little old-fashioned street justice Ep. You know what I mean. Even from the cops. But everybody's got a, a, a body cam on now. So, And yeah, if that seems a bit illiberal to you, you're so wrong. <laughs> More liberals should be feeling that way. Because how much is enough, Dave? How the fuck much is enough? We, as a nation, are compassionate. Always, we're the most compassionate fucking country ever. Yeah, We, we go to war against countries. We're, 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 we're too, we went to war against Japan and Germany. And then we fucking rebuilt both of those countries. We want to help those others. But there are always going to be people among those others others who hate the very people and nation that they came here and are now sponging off of while showing their contempt for those of us who are footing the bill and what are we getting for it their rancid fucking behavior so i'm asking you all out there when is enough enough i'm beginning to think never in my america John P. Lightning at AOL.com. If you've got anything to say uh, that you could type out, John P. Lightning at AOL.com. Enough is never enough in America. And by the way, by the way, indeed, after their release, all of them immediately went fucking missing. <laughs> so, justice? Forget about it. What justice? I mean, John, there is no justice. The Republicans are going to win again. Why? Because the Democrats are stupid at times. They don't at so, times. At times, being nice. I'm trying to be nice. They, they're not fixing the problem. Two years ago in the elections, they all were saying that was their platform to change it, make sure people are in court and released immediately. Never happened. Never happened. And that's why the Republicans are going to harp on this issue and a couple of other stupid issues and overlook the facts and win. And Overlook the facts? Yeah, you'll, you'll, yes, you'll never hear a fact from a Republican. And this is the party that's doing its best to keep a workable but minimally effective and, yeah, not that great border bill. The Democrats want to push it through. Uh-huh. The Republicans, many of them, 
were ready to assist the Democrats in doing that until Deadbeat Donald gave them the marching orders. Don't do that because if you actually manage to seal up the border somewhat, even minimally, it's only going to inure to President Biden's benefit. Uh-huh. And we can't have that. No, we can't have good things being done for the American people if it doesn't help Deadbeat Donald. One more reason why I despise him and one more reason why you should. Catch and release. How do you release people with no permanent home address, no contacts, no means by which to track them down? I mean, we're obviously not serious about bringing creeps such as these people to justice as we do not seem to shiver git at all, at all, about accountability. Well, there is no accountability in anything anymore. In the Middle East, you hear two different sides. You hear everything backwards. And that's what reality is. That's the new reality. You can't figure out what reality is. And then you throw the artificial. You're lost, Johnny. Johnny. We're lost. Artificial reality is always better than the real thing because you can tell it. You know, AI, AI. are we likely to be living in an AI-controlled, an AI-dominated world yes. in the uh, not-all-that-distant future? Yes. Yeah. In, in which case, uh, then uh, we, we could save some cash by, uh, by setting up a system uh, that will screen the migrants that's all AI. Hey, why don't we do it that way to begin with? Most of these poor people in these poor countries, uh, no matter how poor anybody is, he says, you have to have a cell phone. Why don't, why don't we tell these people, stay in your country, we'll vet you while you're in your country, we'll use the internet to do it, and then we'll decide whether or not you can come in. Does that not make significant sense to you, Brother Dave? We don't have to have them come in first. We'll gladly vet you without you even being here. Yeah, it'll cost us considerable money, but it'll probably be far less cost than having you here unvetted and committing crimes so they're gonna wait to be vetted sure right but if we let them know that's the only way you're getting in oh, you can just walk you, in. no you can line up at the border a hundred thousand deep and you can see the videos of that on fox because fox always manages to find a video that's 10 or 30 years old or or was made in another country that they will run when they're talking about the border crisis. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. One, one more way that they fuck with the truth and fuck with reality. We are too fucking nice. And many of those coming here come here to help themselves to the endless handouts and they want nothing more. They want nothing more. (coughs) Excuse me, I need a drink. You know, that's the Mm. problem. You can't pick out who's good and who's bad. Because well, you no, never know how somebody's going to wind up. Well, well, no, no, but you don't know if these people are criminals or not coming, and that's the Republican fear motto. They're all criminals. They're all no good. Well, I. I would venture to guess, and it's a guess based on the uh-huh. fact that uh, the migrants we have let in over the years uh, from south of the border tend to be uh, tend to commit 
less crimes and have less encounters with law enforcement than most of our citizens do. So I would tend to think most of them are coming here for the right reason. And yes, yes, many of these so-called migrants are gaming the system. Many of them are frauds. Right? Again, Dave, not all, yeah. but perhaps most of these we got the best special effects in the business. They're here to avail themselves of our incredible largesse towards those who apparently see this nation as nothing more than a, a sucker. A nation of suckers. We're, we're all marks. They play us for the fools we so obviously are. Especially as we do not demand of them, as we should, fealty to America and adherence to all laws. How do we vet people if there's no paperwork? Well, when, when you do not have paperwork, I, I believe the way it works now is if they do not have paperwork, <laughs> we ask for, in essence, references. Now, who vets the references? <laughs> I know, the system is broken. It's no good. Yeah, bad people are going to get in. But does that mean that we also do something bad by keeping people that would be good for this nation out? And also keeping out people that might be the, or maybe 5% of those folks coming across the border who are having problems with their government and are being discriminated against by their government, uh, facing the possibility of being locked up by their government. John, Major League Baseball is trying to vet people coming across as ball players their age. <laughs> so when the Yankees signed Jason Dominguez a couple of years ago when he was 16, mm -hmm. some people believe he was really 20. So now he's really 24, and we can't figure it out what's the real age. But they get millions of dollars. Yeah, so if we, can't, if we can't vet people who are played in high school or junior high school, have some sort of track well, record, minute, how do we vet people that are totally unknown? No, no, see, there, there's a difference between this overall vetting and what you were initially talking about, uh, which is age. Uh, the record-keeping the, the record in, in most of these countries is, is so poor that in many cases there are no records of birth. And in many cases... Uh, an immigrant coming into this country telling you that he's 24 probably does believe he's 24. He's been told that all his life. And even he or she doesn't know his or her real age. So how do you vet people like that? You don't. It's, it, it, it's risky. And yeah, America is risky. Democracy is risky. And when you're a country that's known for being a place of refuge for the less fortunate and those that really need refuge, uh, you're going to have some problems. You're going to encounter problems that might not be good for America. As long as they're not fatal to America, I would believe we could survive them. But catching and releasing those who attack cops, who are trying to arrest one of their fellow motherfuckers, why? And how is that legal? Because, I say, they're, they're, as soon as they were released, where they go? How do we get in touch with them? Uh, you have a court date. Mm -hmm, yeah, right. And uh, it makes me think of one more thing, Dave, to post to you and our 
wonderful, magnificent audience. And I love each and every one of you. I hate every fucking podcaster that uh, that opens or closes their podcast. But you know we love you very much. You don't even know who the fuck is watching or listening to your podcast. Get out of here. Uh, who would want to be a police officer in 2024? Would you want to be a police officer? Particularly in a city where you know, where you know that the person who assaulted you is going to wind up with a desk appearance ticket and probably lots of cash and big prizes down the line after some slick lawyer finds a way to make the problem all about police misconduct. And therefore, uh, my, uh, my, my migrant client here will settle for $53 million. Sign here, please. Cops are leaving the NYPD mm-hmm. to go to Florida, yep. to go to Texas, right. go to Long Island. And they're getting paid more money. And their motto in some of these southern co- uh, countries, states. <laughs> they might as well be countries. <laughs> is shoot first. Slow, shoot yeah. first. We'll back you later. Uh, absolutely. Shoot first. And uh, hey, what could you do? You know, when, when, when I was watching that video of these two cops surrounded by so many people uh, and, and 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 you you could see one of them grabbing at the officer his hand was perilously close to where I would think the officer's gun would be I am quite surprised that one or more of them didn't get shot if I was one of those cops I do believe I would have unholstered my piece I, I agree with you and I'm a non-violent person yeah as am I but if it comes down to me or the migrant buy migrant but then you risk your pension, Johnny, and some liberal court will throw the case out. Yeah, well, that's that's why they 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 do things the way they do. Yeah. But it's uh, it's brought to New York City problems that uh, that we surely didn't have before, uh, both in terms of the safety of the public and the enormous cost to the city of New York. And it's made this a lesser city. And I got to tell you, Dave, I got to tell you, and I, and I mean this honestly pretty much for the most part. <laughs> if I had to do my move from Brooklyn to the Isle of Staten, if I had to do that again, uh-huh. I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure I wouldn't flee this area altogether to try and find a place uh, where there are decent people living decent lives. People that will not tolerate free-loading asylum tourists as they give the middle finger to law enforcement and to us citizens. They're giving the middle finger to every decent person in this country. You know, John, you were thinking of moving upstate initially. Yeah, yeah, I, I should have. Yes. <laughs> but I would have been away from my family, right. and that wasn't, I wouldn't have been right. Right, right, right. Somewhere up the line on Metro North. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, I was, I was thinking of, of moving up to uh, Putnam County. But, uh, you know, now that I'm here as long as I am, and, uh, you know, when you're 70 plus and you've amassed as much stuff as I have, you 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 have no plans to move again, except perhaps under you know six feet of ground. So you made the right call moving among those Republicans, huh, Johnny? Yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah. Th- th- this this borough needs a little more diversity of the liberal variety, my friend. One last thing before hopefully I, I we do a quick stop set and I, I get to your responses. There better be some. <laughs> 
It's not a threat lightning. If you had a house guest who engaged in the types of not quite legal activities that some of those here to become citizens have been doing, and by the way, by the way, just what percentage of those making that claim do become citizens? And I'm thinking without doing any research, that is not most of them. But if you had a house guest who engaged in those types of activities, would you keep that house guest in your house? Would you keep a house guest who attacked you in your home? Would you look the other way because you feel sorry for them and because you really, really want to help make their lives better as they make your life hellish? You fucking kidding me? I personally know not a single lib who likes this catch and release nonsense because any real liberal would show these motherfuckers the door, would show them no compassion. I, again, I would just show them the door. And don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out and stay out. That's right. If these low lives show no respect for police and have not a single reservation about attacking officers viciously, uh uh-huh, think about how likely it is that they would do the same to you or worse to you. So is this the touch-tone moment that we change, or is it just emblematic of things to come? Uh, in all likelihood, the latter. Well, we're checking back with the email, and I'm so depressed that I would sign off now if I was a lesser broadcaster. Uh, but Mark has checked in. Thank you, brother. Always out there listening, and he states that he's listening on shortwave in eastern Massachusetts, and that the signal is great. Well, it's great to hear that. And uh, he also states, thank you for doing what you do so well. Well, uh, thank you for saying that, Pally. It's, so uh, well, it's, right? yeah, it's, it's kind of important to me to hear that. It also makes me think that man, maybe I didn't waste the last 15 or 20 minutes of the show, although in all likelihood, I probably did. Friends, many of these migrants have turned out to have rather lengthy police records back in their true homeland when we do manage to, uh, to find some paperwork that is associated with them. But of course, we will give them the benefit of the doubt right up until the moment they remind us why they have to go and why they shouldn't be here at all, at all. And... Uh, I, uh, I, I, I saw a video of the guy that kicked the officer uh, when he was being released. I'm not making this up. In the video, he was smiling, smiling. What New Yorker, no less NYPD officer, would not want to beat this motherfucker to a pulp? Yes, my hand is up. I would, I would, I would. I would! Now, of course, I weigh about 155 pounds on a good day, and I'm a registered car with the boot, and I bruise easily, so I wouldn't. (laughs) If you were released, John, knowing what you know and what you did, you'd be smiling also. He took advantage of the system. Yeah. He got away. He fought the law, and he got away. mm Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to show us, to uh, again, to spit in the face of all Americans and say, yeah, I did it, and I'm walking away from it. 
Of course, it's only going to encourage similar, similar, if not identical, fracases, situations that ultimately might end up uh, killing right. a police officer or a civilian. Yeah, yeah. After a while, the police are going to uh, take matters into their own hands. Yeah, and, uh, and, and even I might not be able to... Uh, to be angry at them for doing that. Hey, I'm angry for all those of you that might have had something to say that didn't check in at John Light, John P. Lightning at AOL.com. John P. Lightning at AOL.com makes me want to go to the flowery and get a shitload of, uh, of wheat. That they, uh, they opened up, apparently there's a chain of, uh, of legal weed stores uh, called the flowery. And uh, one open at the tail end of Staten Island. Let me put it this way. Uh, 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 at times of day when the traffic is really bad, even though uh, I'm on the same island as the Flowery, and it's maybe only 15 or so miles away from me, you could easily take me 40 minutes to get there and 40 minutes to get back here. Although, Dave, you, uh, you brought up uh, an interesting fact to me the other day uh, when you were leaving the facility, and you told me you saw uh, coming soon uh, dis- dispensary signs a mere like five-minute walk from my home. Down, down the block, one, one subway, subway, one bus stop down the road. So it's walking distance, John. Do you recall what the sign said? I, I did say five-minute walk, yes. Uh, I don't. It just said right, but, something, but, something that would enable me to believe that that's what's coming. Enable you to believe. Wasn't it specific? Like opening soon. Marijuana dispensary. Yeah, it, it was something like, I don't remember the name or the wording they used, but it was something that I said, yeah, that's what's coming. So if you want to take a walk after the show. Well, uh, certainly not. And uh, you know, this dispensaries, for the most part, are, I'm pretty much unlikely to use them because uh, my plug, as, uh, as, as Jeff would call him, uh, can get me even better shit. But again, you want to see what's in your neighborhood. You yeah. want to oh, see no, the I, I, I will stop in and buy a little buy something. something yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's like going into a record store these days. You would almost feel obligated to buy something just because they're a neighbor and they're still there. I don't know. That's I, right. Well, well, I do like to support neighborhood businesses. Exactly. And uh, this is one I likely possibly will at some point. By the way, uh, in, in, in a related fact, uh, Colorado now is hosting the nation's first pot and pizza food truck. Not making that up. Okay. Why don't we have those in New York City yet? Uh, yeah, I'd like mine with extra cheese and extra THC. Thank you very much. But, but is it New Haven-style pizza or New York-style? Well, I it's hope big, it's New York well, style. You again difference. with this New Haven style There's some Get real, the fuck that, out of you. You know, John, you... Come on, come on. Some of it is good, John. I, I'll tip my cap to them. I've never seen you wear a cap. Well, that's why I can get away with that one. <laughs> <laughs> why do I continue to show up here? Because of you. Because of you and no one else but you. The loyal listenership to the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. And I'm checking the emails again and I'm getting only angrier. Which means that uh, I, I probably should play a, a bit or a song so I can calm the fuck down. Not to mention the weed is starting to wear off. At home, at work, or in rehab, listen to 11L Radio, RNI.
Are you looking for a real authentic Mexican meal? Then come down to Maria's Taco Casa for a taco you won't believe. Nobody's taco is as good as Maria's taco and only Maria lets you watch as she fills her taco with all the things you love. Watch as Maria shoves hot beef in her taco. Be amazed as she shoves veggies in her taco. Mmm, mmm. And introducing our monthly special, fish tacos. Once a month, Maria's taco has the zesty taste of fish. It's a favorite among men and even some women. So, if you want a woman who knows her taco, come down to Maria's Taco Casa. Because you have not tasted a taco until you've tasted Maria's taco. It's John P. Lightning, R&I. Hi, this is Donald Trump for the El Dirty Taco Mexican Restaurant. At the El Dirty Taco, you get to dine on fine Mexican cuisine. We got the best hard and soft tacos anywhere, and nobody beats our burritos, enchiladas, chimichangas, and fajitas. And our Mexican wine and beer is just terrific. Not to mention our margaritas are huge. We also have hot, loose, and young female hostesses to get you to your seats. They're fantastic. So you're going to have a great time and leave with a great meal for a quality price. You may get a little case of diarrhea afterwards, but hey, no pain, no gain is what I always say. So come on out to the El Dirty Taco, a fine dining Mexican restaurant where you'll get a classy meal, and tell them Trump sent you. Also, on Wednesdays, kids eat for free, so bring the kids out for a case of Montezuma's Revenge. John B. Lightning, a little bit of everything. With a lightning guy. Oh! And we have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired and in no condition to lead and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and China in possible nuclear war. And he has no idea what he's doing. We have become a drug-infested, crime-ridden nation which is incapable of solving even the smallest, smallest problem. The simplest of problems we can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute and a powerful death penalty. We will put this on. We have to bring in the death penalty if we want to stop the infestation of drugs coming into our country. What? We are an institute in what? I mean, what the fuck was that? You want to talk about a, 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 a word salad, and if it's a Donald Trump word salad, it's probably uh, it's probably covered in Russian dressing. <laughs> I, I I know I suck. Write the show. Go right ahead and write the show. Uh, the fact that Trump obviously is not as sharp as he used to be. Yeah, everybody talks about Biden not being as sharp as he used to be. Well, that's true. But it's also true for deadbeat Donald. I mean, he's made some statements in, in, in recent weeks that, uh, well, look, the ultimate proof that the man's uh, having some uh, cognitive problems? Yeah. His last lawyer. Abba, Alina, Abba, Alina, Abba, da, 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 da. I had to get her in there one more time. Just had to get her in there for one last go around. Yeah, the man, uh, the, the, the man is is shot in so many ways. When there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next twelve months. 
because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover. The one president, I just don't want to be Herbert Hoover. He doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover, wants the market to crash, doesn't give a fuck about the Americans, the people that he claims to love so. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't give a shit if everyone's 401k goes into the dumpster so long as he goes back into the White House. He wants to be FDR and fix everything. <laughs> no, he doesn't want to be FDR because FDR, FDR implemented programs that help people. That help people. Corrected. And of course, as we, as we all know, the economy is only good because he was president. We have an economy that's incredible. We have an economy that's so fragile. And the only reason it's running now is it's running off the fumes of what we did, what the Trump administration. It's just running off the fumes. <laughs> I actually feel better now than I did 30 years ago. About 30, man. Tell me, is that crazy? I feel better now. And I think cognitively I'm better than I was 20 years ago. And they say that uh, me, cognitively, I mean, I'm up here making a speech with no notes. I got these teleprompters. I haven't started practically reading them yet. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, he has also taken credit for the stock market. This is the guy that said, you know, Joe Biden gets in, it's going to crash. Of course, it's hit record highs, yep. but it's all because of him. The next Trump economic boom will begin on November 5th, 2024. That will be an economic boom. And, you know, the only thing that they have now is a stock market that's going up, and it's only going up because people think we're going to win the election. <laughs> he doesn't believe that, but he has to have some cover for the fact that he's been proven wrong yet again, yet again. I made the commitment and we kept you first in the nation. As long as I have anything to say about it and that we have a good chance of saying for four years, we'll have a lot to say about it, four years and beyond. Uh, Have you heard that sound clip previously? We're going to stay four years and beyond? I made the commitment and we kept you first in the nation. As long as I have anything to say about it and that we have a good chance of saying for four years, we'll have a lot to say about it, four years and beyond. Scary. Uh huh. If he gets back in, if you think he will leave after four years, hey, two terms. Although I would think perhaps he might manage to do it legally if he can get enough votes to change, to amend the Constitution so that he could serve endlessly, so that he could be president for life, that he could be what he truly wants to be, which is king of America. You can't be king of America, Pally, because I am. (laughs) I, of course, being John P. Lightning. Not seeing the levels, even after I hit play. (laughs) What's going on tonight? They've been minor problems, but I don't like minor problems. Of course, uh, who is it? Uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Matt Gates might be having some minor problems very soon, if you know what I mean. Johnny Lightning! English, motherfucker, do you speak it? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Most people would tell you that's true about John B. Lightning. It's number one. It's number one. On 11 LRNI. Variety 
This classic old rock and roll song was uh, redone a couple of decades ago by D.L. Byron. Every night I watch the light from the house up on the hill. I love a little girl that lives up there and I guess I always will. But I don't dare knock on her door. Her daddy is my boss man. And I'll just have to beat her tip. Carolina, 
We are your hosts tonight. I'm Charles Barkley. And I, and I am Gail King. Tonight, the people of South Carolina will ask former President Trump questions about important issues affecting their lives. Please welcome the former president of the United States. He's been around a court more than me, and I was in the NBA. President Donald Trump. Thank you very much to the few of you who are applauding. Um, I love being here in the great state of South Carolina, frankly, one of the top two Carolinas. President Trump, I voted for you in 2016 and 2020. Wow, you fell for it twice. <laughs> President Trump, if elected, what would you do to stop Taylor Swift from infiltrating the Super Bowl and stealing the election? You know, thank you. That's one of the smartest and most researched questions I think possibly ever. <laughs> Okay, our next question comes from someone who describes herself as a concerned South Carolina voter. Yes, hello. My question is, why won't you debate Nikki Haley? Oh my God, it's her. The woman who was in charge of security on January 6th. It's Nancy Pelosi. For the 100th time, that is not Nancy Pelosi. It is Nikki Haley. Are you doing okay, Donald? You might need a mental competency test. You know what I did? I took the test and I aced it. Okay, perfect score. They said I'm 100% mental. And, you know, I'm confident because I'm a man. That's why a woman should never run our economy. Women are terrible with money. In fact, a woman I know recently asked me for $83.3 million. <laughs> and you've spent $50 million in your own legal fees. Do you need to borrow some money? Oh, Nikki, don't do this, Nikki. And I'm always very nice to you, except when I'm implying you weren't born in this country. Even though you're from South Carolina, and now I'm going to beat you in your state. And did you win your home state in the last election? I won Staten Island. And the parts of Long Island where the fist fights happen, where they, where they get out of the cars if you honk at them. Okay, we have time for one more question, and it's actually for Ambassador Haley. What would you say was the main cause of the Civil War? Um, and do you think it starts with an S and ends with a lavery? <laughs> yep, I probably should have said that the first time. And live from New York, it's Saturday night. Near your real free speech difference. Shortwave and internet. Let you listen to the very best. John Lightning, 11 Bookmark us at johnlightning.com. That's right. Bookmark johnlightning.com, a website uh, that, that fell upon hard times a couple of years ago, but now that uh, L.F. Midwood and Miss Jean are feeling better, uh, they're, uh, they're working on the website. Uh, I, uh, I, I, this week, set up what I already don't remember, but LF got in touch with me and said, look, $15 a month and boom, 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 and we'll have your website and the archive will be working. I said, wait, the archive will be working? Yeah, okay, here's the 15 bucks a month. Tell me <laughs> tell me who to sign up with. So uh, the website and the vast, vast archive of 11L programming Ooh. will soon be available again. Ooh. That's right, it will be available again. Ooh, that ooh, that ooh, again ooh. will hopefully be this year, but who could be sure? Okay, let's see. Other things I wanted to get to that, uh, that, that I probably won't have time for. Oh, yeah, Steve Ducey of Fox News actually said something that was truthful this week. Really? So, yes. So, 
I have to share it with you all. Donald Trump said that New Hampshire law allows for Democrats to vote in the Republican primary. That is not true. Oh, that's gonna hurt! The last day for a Democrat to change party affiliation was back in October. I mean, Dominion better watch out. If Steve Ducci keeps telling the truth like this, they won't get their all-expense trip to the Bahamas that they're already packing for. <laughs> that's typical... Of, of, of Trump's statements that are totally false and he just puts it out there knowing that his base is not going to challenge anything he has to say. And this is part of the reason why America is facing an existential crisis, Johnny, that we might not be able to pull back from the brink of. And in that case, you might be right. Well, let's see. Anything else that's, uh, <clears throat> that's all too serious? Dead and Company. Yeah. Almost forgot. Dead and Company did their <coughs> final tour no. a couple of months back. And, of course, you know, it was all like, uh, that's it. We're not touring ever again. And, of course, all, all the Dead and Company fans, all the old or the younger deadheads are, like, all bummed out. Dude, that's it. They're never going to perform together again. Well, they said it was their final tour. They never said it was going to be their final show, their final concert, because they have booked a, a, a venue uh, where they're going to be doing a residency. Ah, mm-hmm. Final they, residency. They have billed as, uh, well, I don't know if they're billing it as the final residency or what, but they're doing a residency at that place in Las Vegas, you know, the Spear. That, that, that Spear, that, you know, you've never seen photos of the Spear? Right, go, on, uh, go on YouTube and, and bring up a video of the Spear and you'll understand. Although inside it doesn't appear to be uh, much of a place uh, to watch a, a concert from because the seats go way up high and it's just, it, 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 doesn't, look, it doesn't look friendly. Uh, although supposedly they have a fantastic, you know, 200,000 different speaker uh, sound system and all that. But uh, they are doing this residency at the Spear. And I think now they've got it up to something like they're doing 18 nights. 18 nights. You got your tickets? Uh, fuck no. <laughs> 18 nights. And at a cost of what's probably going to be like a... Like a uh, I, I think the most expensive seats in the house go for two. $150 a night, which will assure Den and Company are probably raking in at least $5 million a night. And it makes me think, of course, of the olden days, Dave. The olden days at the Fillmore East when tickets were priced at $350, $450, and $550. That's $5.50, folks. Now, that would be like $350, $450, and $550. Yeah, those $350 seats are the cheap seats in the Spear. Actually, I think, I, I think those are not seats inside the Spear. You get to sit outside of the Spear, uh, watching the concert on the Spear, wearing Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> but, but John, the whole concept, the box set, will be out on Easy News. Yeah, I, I, I guess, and, and the DVD, but the DVD will be nothing like the actual experience. But again, because, uh, because of the shape and, and, and construction of the place, apparently uh, it could cause some people to suffer from vertigo. Ooh. Which, uh, yeah, I mean... uh they, oh, and vertigo. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, who wants to suffer from vertigo? Matter of fact, uh, up until they built the spear, this venue, the last spear known to cause vertigo was Britney. 
Hey, this has been you on the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. You're right. Before I tell another bad joke like that, time to go. See you. Bye. Love ya. You've been listening to 11L R&I Programming on the air and online. This is the planet WBCQ. Now be on your fucking way, pally. Good night, bitches. Where am I going? Where the hell am I going? I want to get out. Oh, no, over there. Over there. The show is over. I gotta go. The show is over. I gotta go. Try yourself once. If you just take the show is over. I gotta go. Sorry. The show is over. We gotta go. The show is over. We gotta go. Over. We gotta go. Show is over. We gotta go. Bye, y'all. The honor group of the day, my friend, is you. Because if you hadn't listened, I would never have been here. Thank you. Then came the